Welcome to Porchville. We're back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I don't play no instruments, but I'm smashing this fucking air guitar right now. AJ Wilkerson's back with us. That's that's pretty accurate. <laughs> what like is that. up, Porchville? How yeah, you doing, I, I don't I've never played an instrument. I just imagine this is pretty much what it's like. I mean it's close. It's close. We'll get we'll get Joe over Wait, here gotta sometime. Work the to help. Little, gotta work the shaft. Work a the bit. shaft. Yeah. Work the shaft just like that. <laughs> Katie's here too, but she didn't want to talk. Hi, baby. How's it going? Good, good. See, I didn't come to you first. I love it. Katie, if it makes you more comfortable, I'm real high right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to get a medical marijuana card. Oh, man, it's incredible. I love it so much. Uh, yeah. You haven't had to go get it re-up yet? Uh, yeah, so I've I've got to. I'm about to have to re-up it again. It's uh, It's 189 bucks twice a year. It's not terrible. No, it's not bad. That's for the well, prescription. Pull that, pull that mic over. Give you, give you a little bit more presence. There. Right there. All yeah, right. There you there go. We go. That's perfect. Yeah. It won't give you coronavirus. I promise. I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like I might be all right with coronavirus. Like I'm a Florida man. Like <laughs> pretty much. I don't think it can kill things. us. Yeah. Like I think no matter what happens to America, I think we're gonna be all right. Like <laughs> we just got to worry about some water. <laughs> Worry about the tide. No, we're That's the it. we're 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 America's cockroaches. I actually saw this thing on uh, Facebook, not Facebook, on YouTube, because I go to YouTube to uh, pull up the outro music for the show, and I get this notice at the bottom that YouTube wants to warn me about coronavirus. That's. So I, I guess that's how they figure they're going to let everybody know. I didn't. I I clicked no thanks. I don't. I don't want to hear about it. So. I, I'm I'm just assuming they're going to take that as like oh well, we tried, sorry. Yeah. Major major outbreak in your area. We try to not- notify you through YouTube. They just put like a coronavirus ad on every video. <laughs> just mandatory. It was viewing. just on the main page, but I yeah. couldn't do anything until I clicked it. So they knew that I saw that thing. I bet you they don't fuck around like that over on YouTube Red, where you got to pay for that subscription. <laughs> I bet you don't have stupid ass ads like that I on YouTube Red. Actually, you probably do. It's it's probably worse over there. I don't know why. It's probably it's, like worse over there because it's like built into the video. <laughs> like you're just watching a video and you're like, yeah, it's ad free. But then he like holds up a drink, uh, a, a drink, and he's like, drink guff soda. You know, <laughs> it's all that like product placement stuff now. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're just covering their ass. Well, they're doing a piss poor job. Well, no, they're not actually because you had to read it. I didn't really read it though. You, but you there was read there was a something that you had to click on to, to read. Then access. And I just said no thanks. Right. So they tried to inform, which that in itself will cover their ass. I'm just saying, like I bet you in the fine print somewhere, it's like if you click no thanks, you're fucked. Well, That's it's just bad. that you can't go after them as a company. It's YouTube. Yeah, I don't it's, think you. I don't I think. think it's, I think it's government that. conspiracy, man. That's what it is. Did you? Yeah, I didn't know. Like Corona was going cyber. <laughs> like the Corona YouTube's like warning: <laughs> this could crash your computer. You know, this will fuck you <laughs> up. Just don't touch your face. I, I've been seeing a lot of people that don't want to buy Corona beer because they're worried about getting the coronavirus from actually, the fucking beer. They do say alcohol and high temperatures can kill the coronavirus. So corona could actually be the cure for coronavirus. That's a damn fine idea. You guys yeah. see the meme? Uh, there's memes going out that's like you see a person's fridge and all the coronas on one side, all the rest of the types of beer <laughs> on the other side. With like masks like, on and shit. I love it. 
So AJ, what what have you been up to, man? Coming um, back to Porchville the second time. You're the first return guest we have, and uh, you've been up to a lot of things lately, man. I'm seeing your name everywhere. Yeah, uh, it's out there a lot. Um, I'm doing all the Gainesville shows I can. Uh, I'm I'm going to other cities as much as I can. Um, and uh, I I started last year. Um, after after I headlined for the for the first two times three mm-hmm. times, um, I started submitting for festivals. Yeah, you know, um, and I had you know good video and stuff. But uh, while I was submitting for festivals, I found like a tour that you submitted to the same way. Like, yeah, so submitted like a festival. Uh, it was a variety show tour, and uh, I didn't think much of it for a couple weeks, and then about a, two months later, I got like a message like, "Hey, you've been you've made it through the first round of selections." And oh, shit. Yeah, so then I had like a phone interview, and uh, they emailed me the next week, and you know, basically, congratulations, uh, you're you're part of the 2020 Up and Coming Artist Tour. Badass man! Plug congratulations! One out of the way. Let's go! Congratulations! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so going uh, on tour. Yes, yeah, so it's gotta a, feel awesome. It's pretty cool. I, yeah. I'm kind of excited about it because uh, it's a it's a it's a variety show tour, so it's right. musicians and then me. I'm the only comedian on the tour. That's oh, cool. That's yeah, it's, awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of like, and it's like, a, it's we got a rapper, a Christian rapper, an R&B singer, um, a couple other musical guests, some DJs and stuff, and uh, we'll have, you know, um, like showcase artists in different cities and stuff that we're going to be going to. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is like the 2020 Mrs. Maisel, you know? Mm. Like I'm just opening for musicians now. Nice. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm how pretty far excited. are you going to be able to like reach out? Like how? Um, so we're doing basically Florida and Georgia. So it's a regional tour. Like That's it's not awesome. national or anything. We're getting there. It's it's, yeah, it's pretty yeah. awesome. It's I mean, how long have you been at this? A year. A year now. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, awesome. a, a year and, and and you got your first tour heading out to. Do you know how many dates you have? Um, right now I've got fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, let's bitch. see. Look at this guy. Yep. Uh, Quincy, Tallahassee. We'll have a show here in Gainesville. Um, Jasper, Monticello, uh, Orlando, Warner Robins, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh, y'all that hear that, Portsville? Yeah, sounded good. We're getting into it now. Um, <laughs> no, um, Atlanta, West Palm, Miami, Jacksonville. Um, we've still got dates that are filling in because we've got a lot of Saturdays. So we're going to be filling in some more Fridays and stuff, and stacking dates and all that kind of stuff. But uh, more more news and stuff and and things to come. But uh, it's it's real now. That's you know? awesome. So, dude. Yeah. so is this? So I, I I don't know the full backstory. So I just got to ask: Is this like your soul? Like this is your profession like this is like are you do you have a side job to um, so i have like a re- i still have like a regular day job but i have a i have a kind of cool day j- like i'm a graphic designer um awesome. i work for an awesome company um but i work for a consulting firm so it's kind of i kind of and have aren't a lot you, of aren't you pretty much out on your own most of the time so yep. i mean you'd be able to do a lot of the work that you'd be doing on the road I- exactly anyway. yeah That's i work awesome. remotely and it's Perfect. kind of yeah make your own schedule type of thing so That's awesome. So you can do both. I should have been a graphic designer. <laughs> it's a it's a great job uh, when you smoke pot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great job because it's like I need to be extra creative right now. There so you go. Just, let's go. <laughs> and if you forget shit, well, you're by yourself anyway, so you know you'll think about it at some point. Later, oh yeah. Hopefully. I leave sticky notes for myself. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So if I, I write get, shit if on I get, my hand. 
which yeah. we talked about. <laughs> I realize I don't look at my hand nearly as much as I thought I did. I write when I write notes to myself, so they're pretty much pointless. I mean, it'd probably be a lot easier also if you could read. There's <laughs> that. I'm that, just kidding. That I makes know the notes very hard. <laughs> I, I I know he can read Porchville. That's a. <clears throat> so what? Uh, what other kind of things you got uh, in the works? Um, there, there are some really cool shows coming to Gainesville, actually. So uh, uh, Dr. Anna Lepley, who is a fantastic comedian and stuff um, out of Jacksonville. Um, again, she's also a doctor and an author. She's written books, stuff like that. But um, one of the other things that she does, she puts on these really cool shows, and it's um, comedians in drag doing comedy. Yeah, so... <clears throat> Sorry, I was taking a drink of rum at the time when you said that. Let's let's get back to that part. Did you say comedians in drag? Yes. Performing. Yep. So you you're gonna be doing this. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm gonna um, be there. I don't even I don't even know when it is, but oh, I'll yeah. be there. Uh, uh, March 20th at uh, the Boxcar in Depot Park. I'm there. That's gonna be yeah. wonderful. It's anybody uh, else gonna be there that you know? Um, yeah, so Spencer Acre is going to be doing it. Um, awesome. Uh, Doc, Anna Lepley will be there. She's kind of hosting and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, running the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Oh, um, yeah. I, I also think, I'm not 100% sure, but a couple uh, up-and-comers like uh, like Paige Nelson, uh, she's going to be doing it, and I believe Zachary Widener as well. Very funny guy. Oh, yeah. Zach's Saw him once, and... Uh, I've reached out to him a couple times, tried to get him on the show. He yeah. never checks his Facebook. <laughs> he doesn't ever, <laughs> um, ever. Yeah. Well, he also he also had some <laughs> other stuff going around. Like he he had like a bike accident and stuff. Yeah. The last year and yeah, so he's been. He's I just think he worked that into a bit the, the first time I saw him. Yeah. Something about they, the bike accident. That was actually his first time coming back uh, after a couple months off. Was so. it? Was it? Very funny guy. Love him. Um, one of these days we'll. We'll cross yeah. paths. Zach, do this fucking podcast. <laughs> <coughs> Hopefully he's listening. I'll make him listen. Uh, yeah, man. So, so got that coming up. Um, I'm also, uh, I'm headlining a, uh, a benefit for Meridian. Um, I saw that. Yeah. So Meridian, the mental health, yeah. you know, provider and stuff like that here in town. Um, we're doing a benefit show at How Patter Brewing in May yeah. um, to help raise money for Meridian. So very cool. Yeah, I, I went. I went to Meridian once, and I I have this. I, have, I don't know why I have this totally irrational fear of like. Uh, I don't know what the I don't know what the right word would be like. Therapy? No, like like uh, <laughs> like like uh, like a like a psych ward type oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah, I, I have a I have a paranoid fear. Um, it stems back from watching like. Halloween and shit back mm -hmm. in the day and then one day when I was a delivery driver for a deli I got sent to a uh, Shans mm -hmm. I had no idea where I was going I walked up pressed the button they buzzed me in I went in door closed behind me and I turned and there was this long wall of glass and it was every, and it was just there was people inside and there were some folks with straight jackets and shit and it freaked me out. I was I was terrified. I thought I was like, well, yeah, well, one that's that description sounds terrifying. Like that sounds like that's horror what I'm movie saying. shit. But also, if you were a delivery driver, how high were you at the time? 
because I was I've been a delivery driver and I know a lot of delivery. It's drivers. a good gig. Like, it was a good gig. I mean, for being like twenty years old, it was a it was a it was good. I was probably high. Oh yeah. I mean, ninety percent chance. <laughs> yep. Either way, it was terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Uh, no, like so. Yeah, like the movies and stuff, like mm-hmm. psych ward movies and stuff like that. Those creep me out yeah. quite a bit. But like real psych wards don't bother me at all. Cause like, like I, I'm, I'm a little crazy, but I'm also <laughs> autistic and I, like, I'm, I'm pretty smart. So I'm pretty sure, like, if anything goes down in the psych ward, like I'm leading the rebellion. That's like, not what the movies what I mean? tell you, man. That's not what they fucking tell me. And I'm, I'm gonna end up in a cafeteria. I, it's just, I don't feel, I don't think it's gonna be good. I'm, I'm. I'm that and I'd be one of them fucking poor bastards that would be killed. No, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be shotgunning smuggled in Keystone Lights and yelling, <laughs> "Let's burn this motherfucker down!" Keystone Lights. It's Shit in a goes psych down. Ward. It's in a psych ward, bro. Like you, you need Keystone Lights. Everybody knows that Coors Light is the best beer of all time. <laughs> Coors Light, the, the Rocky beer Mountains of all are time. fantastic. Yes, and the Rocky Mountains are blue. But when shit's gonna go down, and especially in a meth <laughs> la- or not in a psych ward. You need the shit that, like, you know, they drink in meth labs. Okay. That's where I, that's where I was thinking. Fair meth enough. Lab. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Like you need you need like you're like <laughs> Keystone Light, the number one beer drank by people on cops. <laughs> that's a good fucking line. Make sure you write that one down. I'll listen oh back to the God. podcast. We're recording now, bro. <laughs> You'll reference back. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's how I actually, so so no joke, I, I know this is kind of the opposite of how you're supposed to do it in, like, podcasts and, like, really, you know, like, coming up with, like, bits and things yeah. like that in comedy, but the last time I was here, I did some stuff on the podcast that was so good. Afterwards, I was like, well, I got to use that, and I did. I turned it into a bit, and now it's my closer. I got I to gotta hear that. I'm, so, I'm thrilled. Yeah. It, was, it was when we were talking about uh, Miss, Miss Cloris Leachman, I mm. believe. Oh, that... Foxy, foxy lady. Oh. Yeah, what, which episode was that? Do you remember? Uh, episode 10. Episode 10. Five. I am. Was it really? Yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah. Damn. Episode 10. That's way back. Yeah, it was episode 10 and the first comedian. I opened up the floodgates. So yeah. all the other comedians you've heard on the podcast, I'm responsible for. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we've got... Uh, We've got Emma Porter next week. Fuck yeah, Emma's one of my like as far as like like the comedians in Gainesville. They're like the, okay. I say next week, but I mean tomorrow. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the fuck. Normally, whenever normally we do these once a week, but you know we're doing we're doing a couple. You know because you had some free time. Hell yeah, I wanted to bring you on before you get off touring and shit. Yeah, man. Um, How long does that go for anyway? Like um, right now, I've got dates from April through July. Oh, okay, so they spread it out. So are. are, are you're not going to be like out there on the road the entire time or um it depends there there's probably going to be a leg of the tour where we're just out there right. for the whole time but uh we so the company that's putting the tour on is Fi Entertainment out of Tallahassee they're like a a new um like promo company and stuff like that yeah. and uh so they're putting on the tour they're they're po- like paying for everything all that kind of stuff and uh they're fantastic the guy that runs it Adam he's a super nice dude um so it, it's 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 cool, man. Like, so he's putting us up in Tallahassee. So, like, one of the other artists is coming in from Philadelphia, and he'll be here the whole time for the tour. That's cool. So Adam's basically renting a 3-3 apartment in Tallahassee for him to stay, um, me to stay, and for uh, one of the other artists that's coming from, like, Jacksonville to stay. 
So we'll all have a place to stay in Tallahassee because we're all basically we're going to go from there to our shows. That's cool. You know, so we'll kind of all be together. You know, uh, Big Brother style. You're either gonna you know? you're either gonna come up with some brilliant shit or murder each other. You know, one way or the other. Yeah, man, I'm looking for just I I just told just if you guys listen to this, if the other guys on the tour, Franco Black, uh, Poetic Lace, Tommy Weber, if you guys hear this, uh, just know if some shit goes down, I'm you want me on your side, bro. <laughs> like I just told everybody, it's fucking crazy, right? I'm gonna burn down the psych ward. He's like, bringing the Keystone go. Light yeah. too. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> I, I got to say one thing that's that's really cool. Um, you know, since since you've been on the show, and that was really right around the same time that I started getting into the comedy scene around around town and um, met a lot of really cool people, talked to a lot of cool folks. Bob uh, Smith over there at World of Beer, talked to him. him. Awesome dude. I'm going to try to get him on the show, too. He seems like he's just got a lot of, a lot of knowledge to... Put out there to the world, you know. That's kind of his whole deal, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was a touring road comic for like 25 years. No shit. Tour, yeah. So he was a comic as well. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Tour touring, you know, uh, like just road comic. I road thought maybe warrior, he was just some dude who ran World of Beer or some shit and uh, wanted to, you know, maybe had an affinity for comedians. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. That's cool though. Yeah, no, he worked for a lot of the bit, like the comedy chains in like the eighties and nineties and, and stuff, like the comedy zones and the, the heyday. Lab factories. And, yeah, God, I bet your shit was so wild. Yeah, well, that's the other thing is uh, I, I don't want to give like too much away, and I'll let him tell you, you know, when you get him on, because um, I know he wants to do it. I I've so, talked so to him. Bring about that, bring it. that a little closer. Oh to yeah, me. yeah, yeah. No, um, I talked to him a little bit, and I know he wants to do it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but we were talking about that, and like he's a uh, he's been sober for like 22 years something oh, like awesome. that yeah that's awesome so he got all of the wild crazy experience of the road but he gets to remember it no you shit. know yeah so if that guy writes a book there's a lot of people <laughs> that are fucked everybody's <laughs> canceled everybody <laughs> but one thing i've thought that was really cool i i've heard your name everywhere since you know i've been meeting people and talking to people all the different comedians and i mean it really seems like you've sort of taken on this like you know, like this fatherly role yourself in this community, because I mean, everybody's been saying, "Oh, if I want to want to run material, like I'll do this. I'll call AJ. I'll go sit down with AJ at his office, or you know, we'll bounce. You know, we'll sit down, we'll write together. This, that, and the other thing. It just seems like seems like you're really doing a lot to get yourself out there and 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 to also help other comedians do the same thing, which is fucking dope. Well, yeah, like that, and that's the thing, like, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So the more time that, like, funny, creative people spend around each other, like, the better everyone's gonna get. And so, I like, Bob, you know, has the workshops on Sundays where, you know, all the comedians can come and work on new material and, you know, workshop stuff together. Um, but I wanted to take, like, the same spirit of that and give, like, people a longer-form way to do that, yeah. you know? So... Um, more like one-on-one -on -one time stuff like that. More, you know, focus on like digging into material as far and and creating material as far instead of just like uh, going over stuff. Like, let's say I had a bit and I already have like two minutes of like this is what I want to do. I could take that to workshop and get like some feedback and maybe some ideas on like switching up tags and things like that. Mm -hmm. But if I have like an idea floating around in my head and I don't know how to frame it yet, you know, like let's say I want to write a, a a joke about. I don't know, like, butt fucking a unicorn, 
you know, but I don't know how I want to <laughs> tell that joke yet. You know? I think that's it. I think that's 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 the line. That's it. Yeah, butt fucking unicorn. I don't. I mean, I don't but know what else needs to be said. Like, that's awesome. That's that. That's about how like, hard it is to meet like uh like women like on Tinder uh, now that you're in your thirties. Like trying to find another woman your age that like doesn't like that uh, you know, I don't know, is single you know what i mean yeah that's actually like actually <laughs> single no crazy baby daddies no like weird stuff oh. like that like you have a better chance of butt fucking a unicorn there you go there you go <laughs> done i like it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe fix the first part but yeah i, I get how to get to that point we'll work now. it up work but it yeah up. so but exactly that kind of thing like what we were just doing yeah i wanted to give people a, collaboration. A, a, yeah more collaboration and more brainstorming like, yeah. yeah you yeah. get creative people together and people start spitballing ideas and you know right um and i got that idea one from bob in the workshops yeah and then also from this uh this book that is one of my favorite books it's creativity inc yeah it's um the story about Pixar. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like from the f- one of the, the founder of Pixar and stuff like that, and he talks about like um wh- like in in their absolute like prime heyday. <laughs> yeah. Um, in their absolute prime heyday, uh, they had these like brain trust meetings where they would have like different writers and directors and stuff like that all in a room together just. And just doing that, like spitballing ideas and running, you know, new new content and scripts and stuff past each other and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And so I wanted to do something like that. I've always wanted to do something like that. Like that's why I picked graphic design because I wanted to do animation. Yeah. I wanted to make my own like animated series. And one day I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but I. What needed, would your subject matter be? Um. If it doesn't have Cloris Leachman, I'm going to be highly disappointed. I mean, I could I could find a way to work Cloris Leachman into I mean, it. You could uh, go the route. Have you seen a lot of these um, uh, uh, shows that are on like Netflix and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Um, I can't think like, what fuck his name is. Some of them I can't think of the um, like Big Mouth. Yeah, or, Big yeah. Mouth, Big Mouth, yeah. stuff like that. So same thing. And like Bill Burr has one on uh, Netflix, and now I'm I can't think of the name of it, yeah. but it's a. Uh, it's something about it's basically about his family and childhood and stuff like that, um, and that's kind of yeah. So that's kind of the route I I want to take. I think like I want to get I want to get really good at stand up first and then pursue the other opportunities. <laughs> so what we've learned here is one thing: the show. <laughs> or I'm sorry, two things. One, the uh, the name of the show is F. Is F's, for family. Yes, F is for family. Fuck, and, why and couldn't I remember that? Dude, I really suck at trying to type shit on the fly <laughs> and listen and talk. Like, I don't know how I actually was able to get a fucking Google result. Jesus. I need to work on my typing skills. <laughs> but yeah, I'm saying you could do a show like that with, you know, with, with what you're doing in the integrate comedian. Yeah, in, in, integrate your comedian in it. Right, right, and comedy. that's kind of and that's kind of the same deal. Was like um, when I first heard about that that process and the brain trust yeah. at Pixar, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like that's what I want to do. Like whatever I can do to be in that environment, yeah. that's what I want to do. And uh, so it started with animation. Um, but I, fuck, I can't draw that well. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a shitty artist. Uh, Have yeah. you seen like South Park? I mean, they don't. It, oh it yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of good drawing. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, it well, doesn't but, have to be but uh, autism brain, dude. I'm way too specific. Like, I have the uh, image in my head of what I want, oh, but I can't get it out of there onto oh, paper. Yeah. Really, well. I did draw. I did draw like two characters. Get a fucking sketch artist. Yeah, well, that's what I'm gonna do eventually. Like, like just go out of the station one day. Yeah. yeah, but that's why he's. I'm not saying artists are not brains, but that's why he's the brains. He's the vision. He's the 
executor. Sounds like you're saying artists are not brains. No, I I prefaced what I started to say (laughs) by saying you're a dick. So, (laughs) no, but yeah, you can be at the helm and like convey what you're trying to get across and if your graphic design i mean that's really in depth yeah i would i would just i want that like i want to be able to like direct and like like run my own writer's room for something like that you yeah know? um but i will tell you guys my idea i'll get it out there into the universe so that Shoot, one man. day it becomes true so let's do it i want to do a an animated series about a bunch of like pr- culturally progressive rednecks in <laughs> florida <laughs> That run a pot farm. I like it. Right. I like it. So that's the idea is uh, like they have a hemp farm and then they all of a sudden they get their license to start selling like medical marijuana and stuff. So they create their own strains and have their all all these weird adventures. You shouldn't and have put that out there. It's Someone mine now. I can it. refer no, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can Did refer back. It? Intellectual property trademarked, right here. Yeah. TM. It, 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 I don't know it, if that's I, how it works. Hey, but it's, it, it'll, it's it'll hold up in court. What's today's date? It's 3-5-2020. God damn it. There's, it's I don't like know, the, name, name the amount of coronavirus deaths like there are or something. That's how you bookmark what day it is these days. It's like that scene from The Office, like, I declare bankruptcy. Like, <laughs> no, Michael, you actually have to file it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I declare intellectual property. Like, that's not how it works, but it's also kind of how it works. So <laughs> I think I you like need a though. you need like an uptight like grandma or something who just totally disagrees with marijuana no. in general. You know what's oh. huge nowadays is the cute little TikToks with the grandmas on it. They got all the likes because these old grandmas. With the, yeah, like, with the, yeah, the, the Mentos. Have, have you seen the Mentos grandma? Mm-hmm. Well, the She's one getting funny. shot in the face, that's not. But there she did it on purpose. I know that because she did it a second time with Pepsi. I love the uh, like that hood granny. Like the one that just posts like savage responses and posts and stuff to people. Like there's that. one. Where I think it's just it's just like at Savage Granny. But one of them was like, I'm gonna try this. Is like one of them was like, if, uh, oh yeah, those are so good. Um, it's a, I don't want to I don't want to give them like free advertising on the channel, but it's an energy drink that rhymes with Onsta. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and they're making these like mule flavored ones, like a Moscow mule. We try it. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. They're incredible. I love them. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. I was not very optimistic initially because <laughs> initially, I saw this ginger brew thing here, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. boy. It's like a ginger beer thing. I had no idea. But, no, it's good. I like it. Um, It'll keep me up well past my bedtime. That's right. I have bedtime. I'm almost 40. <laughs> and I have a fucking bedtime. I didn't have a bedtime until I got to be almost 40. But is so. it like a self-imposed bedtime, yeah. or is it like, did someone else give you a bedtime? No, that's it's, way like a, weirder. it's like a, this is probably a good idea to just that go means, to bed. That means I'm going to get to sleep before you. Hopefully, because otherwise you'll be up all night kicking me and trying to get me to roll over because I snore. Yeah. It's pretty bad. What are you going to do? Get an extra bedroom. <laughs> what kind? Of, what kind of snore? I have to ask. I'm. I'm. It's pretty wicked, man. It's uh, like a. It's, it's like a real fucking deep, like sawing logs. If he's on his back, it's yeah. balls to the wall. Mm. It is like deep and gurgling. More, more to the mattress, really. <laughs> the balls. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not so much to the wall, but. Well, I don't know. know. You're second. Maybe, so maybe much that's blown why. Out so much. They maybe that's why flutter. he. 
maybe that's why you snore so much worse when you're like on your back like that because the balls are like maybe the, like you were trying to fart but the balls are like holding that air and there's in. like a like a vacuum yeah like a, like a wicked vacuum cycle going on because if you're in your 40s like i'm 31 and i've already i'm already noticing like some weird ball saggage man so the fuck why does that happen i don't it's like they're running away from me <laughs> My 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 thing that it's I'm dealing with. Gravity sucks. My thing I'm dealing with right now is gray hair. Oh, uh, yep. I've got I've got a gray beard. Mine it's, are starting to come in, but I'm excited about it. Like I'm trying to go salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah. This I, this is like just about salt though. <laughs> which no, is which? Gotta, I'm still a little ways off, but but not far. I mean, I've got it in my mind. But the important thing is, is that, I it started you know, gray hair back when I had hair, and then. Noticed in the beard, sure enough, chest hair. Mm-hmm. That means one fucking thing. There's, it's it's heading south, and we all know what's next. Yep. Yeah. I found one of those. So did I. I found one of those. So yep. did I. It's kind of that's kind of a it's a rough day, you know. I mean, it was weirder for me because it wasn't mine. <laughs> but <laughs> oh my god, I wasn't Boom. expecting that. And that to the Chloris Leachman bit. Chloris Leachman. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Hashtag comedy. <laughs> it's just a thing, though. It happens. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It's fucking hot. Last week, I swear, I'm sitting here with with May Tall under the fucking heater <laughs> for like two hours. It was so cold outside, and now here we are. Shorts, t-shirts, sweat running down my fucking forehead. It's bipolar Florida. Yep. It doesn't know what it wants to do. And tomorrow, it'll be like 42, some stupid shit. They said a cold front was going to come through. Of course they did. They. It's Florida. It could fucking <laughs> sleep tomorrow. We don't know. <laughs> I could be I could be needing to go get a jacket in the next 30, 40 minutes. You, you just, know what's crazy? Really. I judge if it's going to be cold when I go through the neighborhood and see shit covered. If I see shit and sheets, oh, if people are out there I know covering it's their fucking down. plants. Like, yeah, but like, I, I mean, it's still Florida. Like, that's the weird part. <laughs> like, you can cover your your plants for frost in the morning, and then in the afternoon have to water them so they don't die <laughs> so from the heat. Yes. You know, like, yeah, um, yeah. Florida's fucking weird. Like, also, like, I, I know out there are a lot of places like this, but like with like. I didn't know you could make up job titles until I found out there were Florida weathermen. <laughs> I didn't know you just there, make that shit up. Are there yeah. weathermen everywhere? Yeah, there are weathermen Weath- everywhere. Weather- but meteorologists. They're yes, called meteorologists. Meteorologists sounds like they work for NASA, though. I don't. <laughs> I would trust a meteorologist. They click a clicker and they read maps. They're but how? Do, what does that have to do with <laughs> meteors? Okay, I don't. I don't. Not I can't a damn thing. I can't break that down, but I'm pretty sure they're called meteorologists to make it. No, I'm, men pre- and I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you're what right. was it? I don't was even what? remember. Damn oh, it. I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't know you could make up your own job title until yeah. I heard of meteorologists. Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure where we're going with that. I don't either. Well, okay. save that one for later. <laughs> Write it down <laughs> St- and realize stick it the that bag. one's not going to work. Hit this pin again. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's all right. We can. We can. We can hear you. 
<laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Back to it. Back to it. Um, no, man, like, Gainesville comedy just right now um, is cool. And, like, going back to what you were saying, like, uh, about people reaching out to me and doing the workshops and stuff, like, it's just I enjoy the process so much that, like, any time I can get with other people and write and do stuff like that, it's it's beneficial to me and to and to anyone else that's doing it because, like I said, iron sharpens iron. Oh, you yeah. Know? The more funny people you have together collaborating and, and throwing ideas around, like, the better the end result is going to be for everybody. Yeah. So, it's got to be a hell of a lot of fun, too, just getting all those is. minds together in a room. Yeah, we're just sitting around, like, dying, laughing, and shooting the shit, and then yeah. at the end of it, we're like, hey, which parts of this conversation do you guys want to talk <laughs> about on stage later? You know what I mean? And uh, and that's basically all it is. It's uh, it's uh, incredible, and it's... It's just part of the it's the part of the process and part of being a comedian that I enjoy the most is spending mm-hmm. time with other comics. Fuck yeah. So Well so it it means it's very much the same way working as, you know, musicians and shit like that. Put a whole bunch of them in a room, throw a couple guitars in there and you know, they might write a cool song, but I'll throw throw some drinks <laughs> in there, some whiskey, you know, probably some pills or something too, you know. Throw all that in there and you get some cool shit come out of it. I don't really mess with any of that stuff. That's good. Neither do I. Yeah, that stuff. That stuff legit scares me because, like, my brain's already a little fucked up. Pills? Pills yeah. Like, pill, you don't, I don't really drink I don't, either. I drink a little bit, and I smoke weed, and I, I'm interested in psychedelics. Uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I don't really I'm, fuck with I'm, pharmaceuticals. I'm going to be honest. I'm fucking interested, too. I'm, I, I, was, I was listening to... Uh, I was listening I was listening to Joe Rogan talking about fucking, you know, psychedelic mushrooms. Oh, yeah. How can you not be sitting there going... That sounds kind of fucking cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, and for me, like, you uh, can't come out of it. You can't control it. No. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Like, it's not buckle all the fuck up. Yeah. Buckle the fuck up. I did it. I did it. I did mushrooms once when I was much younger. Well, I don't even fucking remember. It was like twenty one, twenty two, something like that. I uh, I may or may not have tried LSD for the first time a couple of months ago. Nice. <laughs> Do you not it remember was, it? Oh no, I remember. I just say may or may not for legal purposes. Oh. Uh, I don't think I don't think the federales are are listening to us. Federalogy. I don't know, man. The federales. I wore I wore my I wore my uh, my Nike uh, slides with the fanny packs on them because nice. Just in case, I'm gonna be fresh as hell if the feds watching. <laughs> if the feds are watching. We'd have many more fucking views. We have a lot more hits. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Like they probably it, have the they probably have their setup they probably have their views set up to as like shadowed so you'll never be able to count those views. Bastards. You know? If your video goes viral through like a federal building, you're still sitting at like four views, you know. Fuck. Well I hope they I hope they find it on their own time and give it a like or subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. We're working hard here. There's this just is, like, this is difficult. There's just five guys at the NSA that run out of the building every day at, at lunch, <laughs> turn the Wi-Fi off on their phones, and then <laughs> Google the guys whose names they wrote down on the back of their hands before they forget. So why, what happened? Tell me about it. About what? About about the possible LSD. Oh, it was a good time, man. Like I, uh, So I have an office downtown. Um, I, I work remotely for my regular job, yeah. so I just rented an office mm-hmm. in downtown Gainesville. 
because I wanted to be closer to the open mics and stuff like like I literally got an office to be closer to comedy because I that's how it, that's where my those are my fucking goals. Which you know by the I mean? way, I know your shit got broken into. Yeah. Did you that's, ever get any of that uh, back? They did. They did recover the camera. We got the camera back. Awesome. They tried to pawn that. Awesome. Never got any of the other stuff back. Like the did stuff I'm most mad about is I had like four notebooks with just like random ideas uh, and thoughts oh, on there. Yeah. That's and the worst thing is. Not to not to break your heart any further because I'm sure you probably already thought of this, but notebooks they probably just threw that shit right in the trash yep. can. Yeah, that's yep. fucking that's ridiculous. Dick. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I was really into Nirvana. Mid '90s, most of us were into it. It was like a prerequisite back then, anyway. So I was such a fan. I loved Kurt Cobain so much. Uh, I wanted to know what every word was. And I wrote every word from every CD into a notebook for each fucking song. And it took me months. And I finished it. And about two days later, somebody broke into my house, stole oh, my backpack, no. filled it full of booze, which I didn't give a shit about. I was a kid. I didn't care about the booze. I cared about my backpack that had my fucking notebook in it. With all my fucking Nirvana lyrics in it, I was heartbroken. Yep, it's not anywhere close to the, <laughs> you know, the shit. It's your own words. You know that sucks a lot. I mean, I've got fucking notebooks when I was fourteen, fifteen that didn't get stolen. Yeah. Um, see how that sucks. Yeah, it was it. It sucked because like I wasn't worried about like finish like all my finished material I have like on in like the Google Cloud and stuff yeah. like that, and I've got it in other places. But like ideas for stuff I hadn't written jokes for yet, and like premises I hadn't figured out yet, and like random punchlines. I was like, that's just a funny thing to say. Yep. Like you yeah. know, like yeah. by fucking a unicorn, exactly. like just a random fun thing to say. And you're so like, I'm gonna was, figure out a way to use that. This was an office downtown. Yep. Yes, it is like <coughs> midtown, downtown. downtown, downtown, downtown. Yep, right off of Manning University. And it got robbed. Yep, his car got broken into. Yeah, yeah, my car got broken into in the parking lot. It wasn't oh. like yeah. Um, no, but still, but, uh, it's so dick. Like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Gainesville shouldn't be like that. I I, I wish they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> That's. But they got the camera back. So yeah, did they the catch the guys? Back. Um, th- as far as I know, it's just the one guy. They got his all of his information and stuff from the pawn shop. So yeah. I got like a voicemail from a GPD detective that was like, "Uh, well, so because I had already got the camera like that, we had taken care of that part already." And just, uh, they're like, "Well, we we caught up with the guy and we talked to him, and he doesn't know where the other stuff is, and he's claiming he didn't stole it." And I was like, "Well, but the camera was in the backpack." Yeah. A plus B. Yeah. You know. Uh. So you know what's dick is I turn around and be like, you know. I won't press charges if you tell me where you tossed the notebook. And <laughs> yeah. you go get those motherfuckers, so dig through the trash. Yeah. But there was other like there was other camera stuff in there, like those uh those arms I was showing yeah. you that I used yeah. to mount the camera and some mount like my first set of all of that stuff was in there. Oh, uh, okay. I had a I had a really cool like a uh, film cage for a cell phone that like you drop the phone into the cage, snap like the metallic cover on it, and then you can attach like camera attachments like right to the case. Uh, okay. You know? Um that was in there and they don't even make that cage for that phone anymore so i can't replace that either you know so i'm more upset about those things that i can't replace now did you i mean did you think about just going going to the detective and saying hey man can you like ask him 
Where's my shit? Oh like, yeah, do I, I, I left. I left them a voicemail back, so just waiting to hear back. Yeah, so. oh, it sucks. Yeah, that sucks, I mean, man. it is what it is. But anyway, you were saying you got the office downtown. Oh yeah, so be I, close to comedy. Right, I got the office downtown to be close to comedy, and so that's kind of it. Also made it like a place for other comedians to come hang out and write and stuff, like right. you know, because not all the comedians can make it to the workshop on Sunday because some people have like jobs where they work on the weekends and right. stuff like that. So. I uh, I would have people come meet at my office on like Tuesdays before open mic, so we could all get together and workshop and do stuff there then. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it's just like it's it's cool that people, I guess, respect me enough that they want they'll come and like write with me because yeah. that's kind of what it is in comedy. It's like you want to write and work with people who like you like uh, like their sense of humor, you appreciate mm-hmm. their sense of humor and personality and stuff like that, and you can find some commonalities and common ground in that. And those are the people you really want to like write with. Hundred percent. And so you know, if 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 I'm that person for a lot of people, that's like really cool. That's you know? the, that's the rumor. <clears throat> that's what I'm hearing, man. So that's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I I it's Gainesville's such a small town that most of the comedy scene is all a pretty tight knit group. Yeah. You know, so um, I love all of those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all fantastic. Like. There's so many, just there's so much talent in Gainesville right now. Like that's kind of why the scene is exploding the way it is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and we're growing the scene, and and uh, there's so so many like comedians that helped me when I was first getting started, and now I'm I I'm one of those comedians that right. can, you know, help other people, and it's just a really cool thing. Yeah, that's so. what you got to do, man. You got to give back, and you know, help help keep it growing. All yeah, that good shit. I mean, it's it's a small, it's a smaller, <clears throat> isolated city. Uh, but we're we're bu- building our own scene. It, that just makes us more tight knit. And I'm gonna say, I you know, watching you the first time I saw you versus when I saw you just a couple weeks ago, you've you've done a hell of a lot of growing just in those in that short period of time. I mean, a few months. You know, see, it's obvious you've been putting in work, man. It, it's it really is. Yeah, man. I, like I said, I just I take it so serious. Like, um, I. I somebody told me pretty early on somebody whose like opinion I really respect like um after a show one night um they were like hey look I think I think you have what it takes that you could do this yeah. you know what I mean and as soon as I heard that I was like all right then I'm gonna do it yeah and uh yeah and that's no regrets no looking back just like we're going yeah. it. just go with it yep. and when I talked to you the last time you know you were still kind of like oh yeah you know I don't know see where it goes um, and, uh, I, I don't, I don't know that the, 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 the larger goal was really all that in focus for you. Is it, is it become a little bit more clear? Like where, where are you headed? Um, I think so. Well, not as far as like directly where I'm headed, but I know it's, I know it's this, Yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I, at this point, it's I can't see doing anything else. Right. You know what I mean. Um, that's how you know you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, that's what I love about this about doing this fucking podcast is like done so many different things for so long over the years, and I've started doing this. And even on days when you know I've had a rough day, I've had a long day, I'm tired. Fuck, I don't feel like doing anything extra. I got to set all this shit up. Oh man, I still I get to get out here and do this fucking podcast. So it's totally worth it. You know, and. uh I wouldn't I, like you're saying. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't change that at all. So, I know I'm doing 
the right thing. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. by, by sitting here talking to y'all. Well, and not to not to like uh, touch your dick or anything. Oh, it's okay. Uh, but uh, when I came and did this the <laughs> first time, I told you this. I can't remember if I told you this on air or after we stopped recording. But uh, you're you're a really good interviewer. Oh, I like try. You're just, you're, some, some days are better than others. Yeah, you're just, you're really into it. It's very conversational. Like you're you're genuinely interested in in the people you have on your show, yeah. and I I enjoy that. Like it's not a fake thing. Like you were yeah. literally sitting on your back porch, like drinking and shooting <laughs> the shit. Yeah, and, you know, it's a cool. It's just a cool vibe. That's man. what I like about it. And that's and and that's what I was saying. How, you know, with you being a return guest, you know, the, the first time it was just about getting to know you who you are what you've been through you know what's gotten you to where you are right now now it's just more of you know we're just we're just sitting back bullshitting you know absolutely man it's yeah it's it's just a good time yeah uh and i like i said i was excited like when i some some of these you know recent developments and like the tour and and things like that started coming up i was like man i gotta go back out there and talk to yeah. him because we had such a good time and i was like he'll enjoy this oh yeah 100 percent uh, and I get to, you know, struck my ego and talk about my accomplishments. <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Little little quid pro quo thing here, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, what do you? Uh, I lost. So it. I gotta bring something up. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta bring something up. What is it? What? I gotta bring something. I, oh God! You don't need to screen it first. I. Would you like a pause? No, no, Just no. in case you have to splice it? No, no. We don't, we don't. Go ahead. What you posted on Facebook earlier today. What, the pollen? No, not the fucking pollen. <clears throat> oh. So earlier today I posted this thing, and we've talked about this on the show a few times. Um, there was a law passed, or not, it was, it, was a, it was passed in the house in Arizona where they were talking about transgender athletes male uh, i'm sorry male to female transgender competing in female sports and how that and i am i'm against it i don't i don't think i think that if you've gone through puberty and all that stuff as a as a man as a boy you know as a male um i think that gives you a lot of advantage physically um and so yeah i posted an article about that and katie was pretty fired up I was pretty fired up just with responses. Yeah. So I I actually agree with you, but I got to be, this is one of those like fine line things you got to walk, you know? Yeah. So I agree with you. I do not think male to female transgender athletes should be able to compete in women's sports. Yes. And it's, it's partially because of what you said. Like even, even if you were born, you know, a woman and things like that, you still spent however long you spent before your actual physical transition with testosterone in your system yeah. developing a male right. skeletal system male yeah. muscular system all those kinds of things and those are it's, you know yeah, there's, yes, there's, there's an advantage a, there that. is an advantage to that and here's the thing yes there are going to be um some transgender athletes that are competing for the right re- reasons they want to be a part of women's sports and they want to be you know things like that yeah but there are other people who are going to take advantage of it. 100%. There are going to be people who are going to transition for the mere do. sake of the that's, fact that they could dominate. People take advantage. You know? Given it, most people will take <laughs> advantage of a situation. Well, and like this is the the biggest example of this is Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. All the time. Is uh, transgender MMA fighters. Yep. You know, which is that was where, you know, because when uh, when when Cody and I were working together, Cody and I talked about MMA a lot, and. 
you know, so that's how that topic got brought up to begin with, um, you know, was was Fallon Fox and, and all that stuff. And, you know, we weren't fans of it because um, at the end of the day, that's a that's a it's a much larger person punching a woman in the face. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, that's, it's, a, and it's that's essentially the, yeah. a man punching his woman in the face. And I just couldn't. I just wasn't my thing. You yeah. Know? Well, and that's the thing, like um, like the in the UFC, the heavyweight division there's no limit on it. You can be, mm-hmm. it's just over a certain, you know, and there's not really a limit on it. Right. So imagine if Brock Lesnar Fuck. transitioned into women's sports and into women's MMA and like, who are you, one, who's he going to fight? Jesus Christ. Like at some point you're just going to be in a Walmart parking lot <laughs> just recruiting Rondas <laughs> from the trailer park for him to murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, there's no way, like, no ma- regardless of how you feel about it, if you look at it in that specific example, there's yeah. no way you would allow that. No, no. Exactly. No. Absolutely not. Even if, even if Brock Lesnar, like, came, like, had a press conference and was like, hey, I felt like a woman my entire yeah. life, and, yeah. and, and, you know, I was born to be a woman. Yep. I understand that, but you're still like a six foot yeah. seven, 400 pound hulking Neanderthal monster. <laughs> Yes, and, <laughs> and and that's that's and, really all that I'm saying by it is 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 that you know I don't I don't give a fuck like if you're if you're transgender do your thing yeah. I don't give a fuck and and again at like, all and again like I said I'm not saying that's fair to most transgender people but you have to but you have to acknowledge that there are going to be people that are going to take advantage of there's it and yeah. as much science. as it and as and exactly but and there's, there's also science, science. Yeah. like it's 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 science and and yes same thing full respect do what you do if you want to make such a stand i'm i think you should have your own division like you it should be a division it works like like as an all gendered division athletic female i just think you know you're taking away because of the testosterone that you were able to acquire as a born female you do not acquire that you have to take that so which is i'm pretty sure close to steroids which you aren't allowed to take see people people are going to get offended just by just by what we're talking about oh yeah yeah people people are going to take people will take offense by the point it's my opinion right but that's but that's the thing we live in such a culture today of being offended everything's so fucking easy to be offended by you know um i don't i personally don't give a fuck like i i will i will i will take that uh and and the criticism and it doesn't really bother me uh because, I mean, I've got I've got a daughter, you know, and that's the way I feel about it. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what else to say about it. Um, so. Well, I got something else since this is a comedy kind of show. Um, yeah, because that last one was just funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> yeah. listen, that was a real knee slapper <laughs> of a topic. Listen, it was a diversion. It started. I was just filled in here. I'm going to have to... Porch Mama's going to have to go back inside and regulate. So You want some of this rum? No, I'm fine with my Bud Light. What what episode number is this going to be? 23. Episode 23. AJ Wilkerson gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. 
No, not oh, at all. I think I think I, I will say that comedians were the first to fight back. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, comedian, and I think that's that's a that's a that happens a lot. If you can't make fun, yeah. and just make well, light of a situation. Comedy is dead. You know right. Well, and and here's the thing, and that's the way most comedians feel about it. Well, yeah. I won't say most, because but a lot of that's how a lot of comedians feel about it. A lot of comedians feel like stand-up comedy is one of those last bastions for like true. Yes. Yeah. Freedom just, of speech. Yeah. yeah just know? unfiltered now, being funny. I will say there are other comedians that take advantage of that and yeah. use that excuse as, oh, it's the last bastion of free speech to just say fucked up stuff. Yeah. And those comedians can like choke to death on a bag of well, dicks. Well, they don't do have know, the do right you, who, who, do, do you know who that is? Um, I mean, <laughs> not specifically. <laughs> no. No. I'm just fucking yeah. with you. I'm not going to make say, you put Save the name <laughs> dropping from a mixtape <laughs> for the diss track. <laughs> No, you're right though. Um, but uh, you know, and we may have talked about this when you were here last time. Uh, like how how comedians always seem to be the ones that uh, help make sense out of things a lot sooner. You know, like uh, like nine eleven comes yeah. to mind. You know, yeah. when, after that, like one of the one of the first signs that shit was getting back to normal. Was when Leno came back on and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Letterman came back, you know, and they and was Saturday Night Saturday Night Live did yeah, a thing, they... and uh, but it was that comedy man. Once they all started coming back, you know, and and with this the cancel culture stuff that everybody's been going through, it's it's really been comedians that have been on the forefront going, all right, we've had enough, we're done, fuck you, if you don't like it, tough, and I love that about fucking comedy. Yeah, I mean, I and, and that's the thing, like especially with comedy, because everyone's like, "Oh, well, if this co- if this comedian does that, then we'll cancel them." Well, how are you going to cancel yeah, them? Fuck them. S- the internet exists. Mm-hmm. Like, so what if you cancel a comedian and and let's say you like get a petition with enough people to like make sure like Netflix will never buy their special. Somebody else will buy their special. You're fucking ain't right. Uh, Especially or, when they find out Netflix won't buy it. Yeah, or they'll they'll pull like an Andrew Schultz and Andrew Schultz like put his own special on YouTube and that's yeah. how he like blew up. So they can just go back yep. to YouTube or they can there's like a like things now like there's a thing called like Disciple yeah. where you can br- like build your own like your own branded app. So yeah. you can build your own social media app, have all your followers go there and you can release all your own content there for like a, a membership or subscription See, or that's whatever. See, the thing, man. People are figuring out how to do shit by themselves <clears throat> so that's much why, better these days. That's why every, everyone, everyone, well, I say everyone, but there's a huge group of people that fucking hate Joe Rogan. Yeah. But you, they can't cancel Joe Rogan. No. He has his own <laughs> It's his own shit. Yeah, he has it's all his, his own, own shit. 100%. You know? Um, and so that's that's kind of the thing is like you can't really, like the internet's too broad now yep. for you to take to really truly cancel everyone like yeah you can bully some people into like closing their twitter accounts <laughs> like good for you yeah you know like which i i didn't i don't even use twitter very often i got uh, on there and uh i was like i had a i had a mention which i didn't even fucking know what that was it was like somebody mentioned me that was aj thanks for the mention i liked it like four weeks too late or some <laughs> shit though but no, nah, I'm not big on Twitter. No, I don't think anybody really is. It, I mean, with the exception of me, Katie. Mm-hmm. She loves following the president on there. Mm. Loves listen, it. listen, Linda. Listen, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. What listen, happens Linda. at Grandma's house? <laughs> so, no, I heard, and 
and let me justify. I was never on Twitter. I don't post anything on Twitter. I don't attach anything from Facebook and Instagram to Twitter. It's I true. don't do it's like a any secret of that hidden shit. thing. It yeah. is like I just literally, when I'm bored or sitting on the can, I'll scan my <laughs> stuff. Like, I mean, that's what everyone does, right? So yeah. my stuff is I got on Twitter because everyone was in an uproar with what Trump was saying and posting. And so I wanted to take on my own opinion. Yeah. And so I started following it. And I got to say, I know we, you know, we don't really and talk politics on the porch very often. And that's by design. But something that I have been talking about with everybody across the spectrum. I know you're a Yang guy. And, yep. you know, I was actually, I, I, I posted I liked, up, I liked, I liked, I posted about that Yang when he, said. when he left, I, really I was like, did. you know, I really, I really thought he's going to hang in there a I little thought, longer. I but, wish uh, you would have. I wish okay. you would have been able to talk more. But they I never uh, gave him a chance to talk. I've been talking to everybody about this, about the, what's been going on in politics right now with, with everybody just fucking got out. Like everybody stopped. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, I've been working really hard and running this campaign," and then they all just decided within like a day or two of each other they're going to get the fuck out and they're all going to jump behind Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm not conspiracy. And again, theory, this this but, is not uh, this is not like political. There was, there was it's not politically driven because I'm I'm very much in the middle of things. Um, but that the things that that guy's been saying lately, the 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 gaffes that he's had, I'm I'm starting to join that school of thought of like maybe there's maybe there's a little bit more wrong, you know, because he's he he looks a lot worse than than what he has in previous months, and I'm just I've been kind of surprised that that's where the establishment seems to be going. Well, it's just because he's going to be a figurehead. I'm sorry, that's just my opinion. Sounds like some conspiracy theory stuff. No, he's just, the goal is to get Trump out, and they think that the following with Obama, just an opinion, I'm so sorry for others (laughs) who don't agree. It's just, you know, it's a figurehead. They want to get Trump out so bad that they're going to prop him up, they're going to skate through four years, they're going to ride on Trump's, like, mission, because they're not going to be able to have the Senate. So... You know, anyways, I don't mean to talk politics, but yeah, we're not talking politics. We're talking about this. Like, I just think I'm like I'm, his mental state. I'm kind is of fascinated by the fact that like everybody dropped all like the same day or the day after, and well, they realized once they started hitting some of those southern states, yeah, where they didn't have the name recognition and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. uh, and when you get to places like that where the Democratic pool is already so small, yeah. And you're talking about, like, who do we know? Yeah. They know Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Yeah, that's right. true. So yeah. once the, everyone else realized that they were that actually that far behind, like, basically, like, all the, the, the early voting states and, like, yeah. the, the, you know, the caucus states and stuff, uh, it's just a small place. It's like polls. It's just like yep. polling. That's r- literally mm-hmm. all it is. It's yep. such a small sample size. Yeah. That once you start hitting those other areas of the country where you're like, oh, this is we now we have a better idea of how most people feel. And most people are going off of the name recognition of those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting next yeah. little, and, uh, little few weeks well, here. I'd like to see how it plays uh, out. Well, and I also think because that's the, the other issue, the other underlying, I guess, issue is 
the Democratic Party itself is kind of split right now yeah. between like your conservative Democrats and then like your more yep. like the Bernie Sanders. And I think Democrats it's even impossible stuff. for either one of them to drop out at this point. Right. And for them to even consider trying to pull the I'm dropping out. Get behind this guy. I, I think there's just too much division and there's too much of a difference of ideas from, you know, so the, the left to the far left or whatever you want well, to call it. Well, apparently Bernie said, like, if if uh, after, at the DNC, you know, if he goes in with less votes than yeah. Biden, then he's going to cede Did and he? support. But, yeah, he I said should. he'd cede and, and, and support Biden, you know, because he thinks if if it got to the point where, a, like, super delegates decided the, like, the contender, yeah, he thinks people wouldn't trust that because that would basically be the same thing as how, like, the electoral college basically... Right. Well, got, they got Trump the election. Didn't they all say at that last debate that they would back the majority? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's regardless, what I'm about. Yeah. that's the one people they, have been quoting. They is, all, yeah. they all said that. So I didn't even see that. So I mean, I only caught the, I only caught the really fun. That's moments. a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they, in the end, they need to bring the party together. But the worst thing is, is that the two ideologies are just. so so far apart. I don't think they can bring like, it. I don't think they can bring it all together. I, don't, I just don't I, I don't, don't see it. I don't Hillary either. had a lot cuz she was a female, you know, so she, even the Bernie people that were pissed off that he got screwed came over, but I don't see that happening with Biden. I don't I don't, I don't either. I mean, I I've seen a lot of people, man. Well, and a lot I, of well, and Bernie the, fans just really disappointed, really hating on Biden and putting that out there. Well, and that I think that's the thing is that's what's going on now is you've still got like that leftover. So like 2016 it should have been Bernie against Trump. Yeah. It yeah. should have been. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um it it, it should have been like Bernie had the momentum. He was, yeah. he was riding high. Like the pub, more of the public was behind him, and you disenfranchised yeah. so many people yeah. when yeah. you did the the when yeah. it when you basically took it from him the way that they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you disenfranchised so many people that like this time you around they're like it's it Bernie or nobody. Yeah. You yeah. know. And those people you're never going to convince exactly. because of your those, your actions in the past have already painted that a certain way. Exactly. Is it crazy that? Do you not see Trump being a chess player and basically like, like calling it out, calling oh, yeah. what you exactly said out and why, being like, why do you think they're going to screw him again? Why do you think Trump spent so much time talking about Joe Biden and all the stuff and like the, and you know, in the Ukraine and stuff like that. Yeah. It, even, even if there's, even if nothing ever seed. happened because exactly he's planting the seed, yep. but also it was helping with the Biden name recognition. Yeah. 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 You know, so he's picking his opponent. Yeah. Is what it is. He's, he, he's picking his opponent. That's interesting. That's a good way of thinking about it. Like the game. He's a chess player. Yep. I I hate to say it, like, cause look, look, I am I'm not the biggest fan of the guy. Sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still the president, and I respect the office yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But, um, it's, you know, when you see that play out, like, regardless of what you think of him, he's actually he's still like a pretty intelligent guy. Yeah. Like he knows how the game is played. Yep. Um, 
and he's a he's a good even with all of his gaffes and stuff like that. He's <laughs> Joe Rogan actually talks about this. He's he's kind of a comedian, and yeah. the fact that he's able to come up with things off the fly, yeah. and he's basically he's able to like rip you and roast you while he's yep. you know doing these other things. I believe he calls him a fucking savage. Or yeah, some shit. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it is. Like that. it doesn't matter bad. what your it doesn't yeah. matter what your you know your healthcare plan policy is when he's coming up with nicknames and calling you Sleepy Joe. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're like he's a boxing promoter. Yep. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. he's a businessman. He he's an advertiser. Uh, ab- She's loving this because I'm letting her talk about Trump. He isn't. He isn't. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. I had a way to go back to comedy, but you guys ran with it, so I just. I mean, going. it's that's that's you know, pretty accurate. Like like he was saying, you know, Rogan calling calling him a comedian himself. You know, I think he. I mean, the guy. I think he's a smart guy. I don't think he get to where he is and. You know, do the things he's done without being a smart, intelligent dude. You know, um, I, I I don't agree with everything he says, and that's that's just the way it is. You know, I've said that from day one. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. she, I did I vote for him? Yep. Will I? Yep. Um, do I? Do I see the flaws? Of course. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of it. Um, but it's steering I, I, in the right direction. I've constantly said, you if don't he would always just shut the like, fuck up. You know what's sad? <laughs> That's probably been the thing I've said most about this whole, the, the Trump presidency is I wish he'd just shut the fuck up. How often do you get in a car with a group of friends or your loved one or what the fuck ever? <laughs> you get in the car and you don't like the way they drive, but they get always. you to where you need to be. So there are those people that don't like actually how he's getting there or what he's saying, but he's still getting results. He's still getting there. So look at you coming prepared. Boom, Ms. 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 First Lady of Porchville. And and again, (laughs) I almost wonder. I almost wonder how much of the things he says is just part of an act and a persona. Yeah. Because, again, he's an entertainment personality. Yeah, he is, okay? 100%. And he spent a lot of time around, like, professional wrestling yes. either. And do you know what professional wrestling yes. has taught people? Yes. People like a heel. Yes. yes. People root for the heel. That's true. That's and so true. I think that's just part of it. Every it's time he says something like that, it energizes a part of his base. And then yeah. he'll do something like that, you know, for the economy, or he'll do something like, you know, publicity-wise, and yep. it'll boost the other half of the base. And yeah. Those things, he just, it's, it's how he can keep the entire party kind of behind him because he, it, it seems crazy to everybody else, but he yeah. literally, it's like he spins a wheel and it's like, who am I going to make happy today? <laughs> and then he says the shit that's going to, that's going to make yeah. that part of he, the audience, his audience happy. He, he has been, he's, as a businessman, a, a realtor, a, a builder, like he has built projects. And since 87, he's been building this project. He, yeah, he's been playing the game. Has he donated to Democrats yet? But I think, they, I think that's, I think it's all a fucking game. I mean, game. like, I, I really do. I think it's all a game. game. I think there's like, I think our entire government is basically think, just a yeah, shell game. I think there's, like, I think there's, I think there's a lot of fucking traction to a lot a of game. different conspiracies and stuff like that. You but know? if like, I keep more of my money, I'm okay with it. It's all a game, but if I keep more of my hard-earned money, I'm okay with it. All right. 
Drop the mic. I'm going to go regulate <laughs> so as Pope So I was saying mama. conspiracies. That's <laughs> how I think a lot of these conspiracies are actually true that are like government-based, you mm-hmm. know? Um, uh, I mean, Kennedy. Kennedy's a big one. Who shot fucking Kennedy? I don't know. But it, but there's a lot of these. A well, lot I mean, of these I, I, mean I mean, it's technically a conspiracy theory, but I mean, it was likely the mafia. Don't come for me. Don't <laughs> don't come for me. <laughs> don't do it. Do you have any favorite conspiracy theories? Um, I mean, there's the the flat earthers. Oh my god, I fucking love them. Like, cause yeah. Uh, that's a real thing. Yeah, there. It's a real thing. Like people are. People really believe the Earth is fucking uh, yeah, flat. Like, just I, and I don't to, know why. Just, you can go online and yeah. you can live stream of like footage from the fucking International Space Station and just, see the fucking circular globe. If yeah, bro. if you're sure it's flat, just just go to the edge. Yeah, just walk to it, drive to it, get there. What the fuck do they think? What do they think is at the edge? No they idea. think we've just like, never been there? they think all of humanity is just on some fucking Truman show and, like, everyone's hiding the truth from Fuck. them, you know? That's really... I don't know. That's too much for me. That's too much. Mm. I mean, I, 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 I got to wonder at a certain point, like, how much of it's real. Like, are you being... Are you, are you bullshitting me? You really think it's fucking flat? I got to find a flat earther and get him on this fucking show. Oh, it would be... You going to come do it? I would love to roast a flat earther. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. What if they're a really nice person, though? Mm. It w- I would be nice to them, but I would... if they Okay, if they were a nice person, I would be very nice to them, but I would also say things that... If you're a flat earther, they're not very intelligent, so I would just say things that would go above their head that would still be insults. What if, what if she was really hot, though? Mm. I don't think... I, I have a feeling, and maybe this is just me... <laughs> This is my personal conspiracy theory. I don't think there are any flat earther women. I don't think there are any flat earther women. I think women why, as a whole are, are too intelligent for that. Like flat All earther. Think about it. Flat earth. If, so, if one of your friends, just close your eyes and just picture. All right. If one All right. of your friends tomorrow was hanging out with you and you guys were like super high or drunk and, you're, and your, your friend just turned to you and was like, Hey man, I think the Earth is flat. Are you picturing a man or a woman? I'm picturing a man. Of course you are, because no, what? I don't know a woman <laughs> dumb enough to say something like that, yeah. but I know men d- dumb enough to say that stuff all the time. That's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I think going back to the 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 that j- j- quick little because I don't want to get back into the serious stuff, but <laughs> going back to that transgender she athlete conversation. Yeah. Again, I think that's the one of those trade-offs. I think, uh, you know, obviously, like, men have, like, a biological, like, larger bodies, more muscle mass, things like yeah. that. I think women are naturally more intelligent. I agree. So. I agree. I think that, well, and, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that women are so much better yeah. at than men, you know? I mean, fucking A. It is. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think you're right, though. They're a hell of a lot smarter. Yeah. I mean, you women grow people, and we just carry, like... <laughs> People juice around in our balls. <laughs> like that's people juice. People juice. <laughs> oh. She's coming oh. back. We're talking about funny shit. <laughs> I love that that sounded like a warning. <laughs> 
Listen, I picked up on it. I was mm-hmm. trying to divert back to funny shit earlier, <laughs> and you guys ran with it. Like, I'm sorry. Don't fucking blame me. I'm glad we're back on funny shit. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I'm, I'm enjoying this rum. Monkey rum, for those who don't know. Get you a bottle of it. It's delicious. Monkey rum. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't sell it in Wilmington, North Carolina. They still don't? They still don't. When I went up to Monkey visit, rum, you need to get on that. Yeah, Wilmington, what are you doing? <laughs> you have a monkey junction, but you don't sell monkey rum? Is there a monkey junction? There's a monkey junction in Wilmington, North Carolina. I know. Really? I only know that because my grandparents used to live not far from it. Oh. But yeah, there's a monkey junction. That was wildly specific. That's cool. Yeah. What, what the hell is a monkey junction? Oh, it's just an intersection. Oh. It's like a like a road. It's monkey not a, junction. So there's no monkeys there. That would have been a really big letdown I mean, if I'd have been looking pe- for a vacation have spot. Have you ever seen a person from Wilmington, South Carolina? North, North Carolina? Carolina. God damn. North Carolina. I'm, I'm still real hot. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen... I mean, well, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> Definitely no monkeys. It's not like Ocala and the... What is that? The Crystal River. No. Rainbow. Rainbow Springs. The Monkey mm. Island thing. Yeah, apparently they got monkeys out there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. I would... I feel like shit just got weird. I feel like that's a... What just happened? I feel like that's a great idea for a YouTube channel. Like, people from PETA would hate it. (laughs) But I I know some rednecks I could get to go out there and try and fist fight a monkey. I know somebody right now that'll do it. <laughs> I, I know somebody right fucking now. My friend Taylor. Oh, I thought it. you said right now is in like at this table. I was like, are you about to tell me we're going to fight a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. I know I've only been here I'm, twice, but you're right. You could probably talk me into it. <laughs> no, my friend Taylor, he was going to fight a rooster. Just, I was going to say, and I might they kill the it. rooster. So he's he's looking for a fight. I was say, I like I'm I hate to say it like I hate to admit it but I might fight a monkey like it would have to be an ugly monkey I could though. See it, though like it couldn't be a cute monkey we could sanction it why you know? would you want to smack a monkey <laughs> I think you're underestimating the monkey <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean AJ may not get a shot in at all that's true that monkey may give me a one two combo <laughs> and drop the me in the fucking river would like <laughs> rip my face off and slap me with it you'd be done after the first thing he would freak out he would shit and then he'd throw it at you like, well, that's even worse done. i'd rather get smacked in the exactly. face exactly it'd uh, be done well here's the other reason why i'd say you might be able to talk me into it because i'm uh, you might be able to convince me that like if i were to fight a monkey it would <laughs> unlock like my autism superpower <laughs> Fuck yeah, it would we need us a monkey feel like a redneck spider-man <laughs> that's not even Superhero name would just be River Monkey. I've got an idea for episode three. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be good times. It's going to be a great fucking podcast. (laughs) When's the next show? Um, Now that you're all good and fucked up, uh, I'm going to ask you for specifics. So tomorrow night I'm hosting at the 34th Street World of Beer. Yeah. Yep, um, I'm gonna post this like quick too. Okay, because we did, you know, like I got Emma coming tomorrow night, and I'll, oh, yeah. so I'll post hers Sunday like I normally do. I'll post this one probably like tomorrow first thing or some shit. You know, cool. get it out there early. So, um, so yeah, uh, if you're if you're hearing this today, or wait, if you're hearing this on Friday, 
Come out to 34th Street World of Beer in Gainesville uh, at 8 o'clock uh, for the Keg of Laughs Comedy Show. Who's, who's coming with you? Um, Greg Allison is going to be there from Ocala to close the show. He's fantastic. Um, we've got some uh, some incredible locals on there as well. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, Sabrina Lee is one of one of the comedians on there tomorrow. Um, I don't have the full lineup, but it's going to be a really good show. Sweet. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, again, and that show, that 34th Street show, is every Friday yeah. uh, at 8 o'clock. Um, so, yeah, 34th Street, World of Beer, every Friday, 8 o'clock. Showtime. That's a, that's a good setup, too, man. I love that they do that for you guys. They've been awesome, man. They've got that cellar room in there, yeah. and uh, and the manager, is, uh, Carrie, has been, he's just fantastic. Um, and, you know, we, we you know, put it out through the social media and stuff. They and seem to draw pretty well, too. Yeah. Uh, well, and again, it uh, goes back to talking about the, just the Gainesville comedy scene is there's so many good comedians in Gainesville right now. You know? I have to admit, and I have to put it out there. As somebody who went to World of Beers, it's not going to be long before you guys need a bigger space. Like he's going to have to like it's true open yeah. it up because it was it was tight and it, and everyone was really really nice, but it was like it was definitely tight. Oh yeah, so we pack them in there. Yeah, as yeah. as a customer, I would say it won't take long before you like. Hopefully, it gets a little bigger or. World of Beer seems to be doing pretty regular too, like like turning guys in, you know, quite a bit over there. Uh, the Bob Smith in that workshop, man, yeah. like like I said, he's really good at that kind of stuff, and he, like I said, he runs Keg of Laughs, like a nonprofit comedy school. Yeah, like, and, and you guys get you guys get a little payment for it too. He was saying, yeah, we which get, is amazing. Yeah, yeah, so we get paid to do the show, and it's it's not always a lot. You know, it, it's basically, yeah. it's like 10 bucks for a regular yeah. spot on that show. And that's not a, not a lot, but it's gas money and it's Fuck just yeah. something, you know, so it, at least it's not costing it's you well, money it shows to come that, the it shows show, that you know? he, you know, he appreciates what you're doing and all that stuff. Your dog was just chasing his tail in the living room and we got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, everybody looked behind me and just blank stared. I'm like, what the fuck? 120 pound fucking Rhodesian chasing her tail. <laughs> it was, it was jaw dropping. But, uh, so majestic. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Oh, man. But um, he's, so he's bringing a lot of people in, and, uh, you guys are doing big things over there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we actually, tonight is the last, uh, World of Beer Tioga Thursday night show. Yeah. Um, we're going to be, we're, we're, looking for a new Thursday night spot because we're still going to keep a Thursday show. We've got a Wednesday open mic with Keg of Laughs now and um, there's enough comedy in Gainesville that you can perform, you know, you could you could almost perform every night of the week. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, and uh, like I said, that's how people are getting better too. Like the with, with stand-up, it's the more you're able to get up there and do it in front of an audience. Yeah the better you're going to get. Like, the more time you're on stage, the better you're going to get. Yep. That's just, it's that's the one thing you can't substitute for, you know, in comedy. Like, yep. you can write all you want, but it doesn't make up for the performance aspect of it, yep. you know? Um, you see what's going on up there in uh, Nashville? Yeah. All the tornadoes came through there and shit. Yeah, that's, that is crazy. I know we were talking before about, you know, there being a lot of places up there that, that are doing comedy and everything. And, uh... It's it's looking pretty grim up there, but I, uh, Gibson came out and offered guitars to musicians that lost their guitars in the tornado, which I thought was pretty fucking. Yeah, awesome. that's really cool. Like, 
Gibson. Shit. Can't go wrong there. No. Great um, publicity for them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, it's a really cool thing that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When companies do stuff like that, like after, like, that's, even, even, I mean, sometimes companies will do it because they have to make up for some other, like, fucked up thing that yeah. they did. <laughs> but when stuff like that happens and some of those companies come out and just do things like that just out of the goodness of being, you yeah. know, like, good dudes and, and people and stuff like that and just that's the cool part that like even with all the stuff going on in this country right now and like people are really divided and all that kind of stuff like stuff like that happens you're like we're gonna be all right yeah you know we'll make it well Well, that's the thing is there's so many people that are just good-hearted oh yeah i mean there really are and comedy i think there should be more comedy and i didn't i have to be honest i didn't know there was such a comedy scene yeah like yeah. I really didn't like on the outskirts and we're not even on the outskirts, but I, I didn't know. And hearing about it, I'm like, that would be awesome. I would yeah. love to go on a Thursday night and have some apps well, and yeah, until, fucking until, have a drink and listen. Until I saw like, you that first night up there at a high dive, man. Like I didn't know shit about it. So it was really cool. And it's been really cool. Like exploring it and, uh, seeing all the people, you know, and it's awesome that there's guys like yourself and Bob Smith and, you know, really helping put shit out there. You know, I know Maytal and uh, um, her co-director Amanda, yep. you know, um, doing Slaughterhouse Comedy. You know, it's just another great way of putting shit out there in the world, man. So it's really cool that there's so many people that are working towards this common goal of really getting the Gainesville comedy scene moving. Oh, yeah. Well, and like I said, it's, it's cool because it's... It, because we are a smaller market, you know, yeah. like everybody knows pretty much everybody. But I almost so. feel like this could help. Like what you guys are doing now could really help turn this into a, a destination. Oh, no. And that, you know, that's, that's what, what I, I think is amazing about it. Well, that's what I want it yeah. to be like. That's I, and I, I talk to it. I talk with Bob and some of the other comics about this all the time is if we keep doing this and we can start like we get it to the point where we're attracting comics from like maybe like from the like the Jacksonville or Orlando or Tampa area where like yeah there are a lot of mics there but the scene is so saturated like they get in here into a smaller scene we've got like a good rotation of shows and stuff like that and they yeah. can come you know we can eventually build this up into like a, a Nashville type yeah. destination. Yep. Yeah. You know, we could build this into like Gainesville already has like we get injected with so much culture from everywhere else because yes. we're a college town. Yeah. That's so why that's not grow so it? Why not take advantage of take that? Advantage of water it. the yeah. seeds and turn yeah. us into an actual cultural destination. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? I love it. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic idea. You know, we could be like shitty Austin. <laughs> With the downtown area looking the way it is, though, man. I mean, it looks fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. All that revitalization down there. Oh, yeah, no. The city of Gainesville is, is putting money into, like, yeah. helping make that better. And, like, you know, we've got that. We've got, uh, what you call it, Depot Park and yeah. stuff now. and um, Which I, I literally drove through for the first time, like, a week ago. I'd never been there and was blown away by everything they've done down there when i used to go down there um it was when we were playing at eddie c's and it was vacant lots and you know all industrial park uh um depot ave was 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 where you went for crack or hookers you know everybody around town knew that um that was that was that was depot oh yeah uh, it's it's changed. Well, and, and I did not see any crack. Well, and again, I think we're at a really cool point 
in like just culture right now in general. Yeah. Is that more and more people are recognizing that they need to take time, like spend time away from their phones and social media yeah, and more man. time in the real world. Yep. And so like more and more places are, are bringing back like live entertainment, right. like places that did like, like got rid of it, you know, years and years ago. That was ago. the thing when I was, when I was a kid, when I was growing up in Swartz Creek, Michigan, um, there was my apartment complex and then there was a library and then there was an amphitheater. And I remember the, just a, a sea of people and they're like a Bob Seger cover band on stage or some shit, you know, but it was, a, it was such a cool part of growing up cause you know, it was just kids running around out in the field, you know, listening to music and, and, and just enjoying being a kid, you know? Um, but the the vibe was so nice, you know. There was just it was it was a community of people coming together and just hanging out. So I'm really glad to see that there's a that there's a really big resurgence of that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, man, it it's a uh, like if if you're one of those people that like you know you know you need to get off your phone and get out, like come out, watch, a, like be come to a live show yeah. or something, music, comedy, yeah, poetry, whatever your thing is, like yeah. Go see it live and be a part of something. Yeah. Like, be a part of the audience because that feeling, like, that's a human thing that you need. It's yep. good for you. You know, Just you don't be a part to... of it like Roger. Yeah, don't be a part of it like Roger. Roger <laughs> was a heckler. <laughs> uh, Did you know Roger? Was his name Roger? Uh, his name was Roger. Oh, I don't. Okay. I didn't know him, know him, yeah. but one of the other people that, that comes to our shows a lot and a, a really cool lady, she like uh, introduced me before the show. She was yeah. like, oh, hey, this is one of the comedians. Hey, this is my, you know, this is Roger and this is John. And, <laughs> yeah. Roger so, was an experience, man. He was, he was fun. Yeah. Um, but, and again, even that, like dealing with hecklers and stuff like that, that's one of those things you have to learn like over time but and practice in crowd work. When and, you went up there... Did you have, did you have an idea what you were gonna say to him? You just went up there and so everything you came up with was on the fly. Yeah, it was incredible. I yeah. fucking laughed my ass off. I thought it was brilliant. Well, he had so when uh, the host was on, Amanda was on stage. Yeah, um, and she did like a little like bit before she brought me on, and he said something at like during like basically after her bit because he was talking like during a lot of people's stuff. Yeah, you know, and uh, he said something. Uh, during her set that I was just like it sounded creepy yeah and so then when he kept talking during me I was like creepy and then I went to the ankle monitor yeah. thing and then yeah <laughs> and then just rode that so yeah uh, well lesson to learn here is don't be creepy <laughs> at a comedy show cause a comedian may call you out for it it was, uh, it was pretty funny <laughs> and if they go if they find you on Facebook AJ Wilkerson they can see that video. Uh yeah, yeah, it's on there. it's on my YouTube, it's on my Facebook. I'm on uh Facebook, YouTube and Instagram uh AJ Wilkerson Comedy. Have you gotten into TikTok yet? No, I need to. You going to do it? I think do, so. Do some little skits on there or something, yeah. little minute long things. Yeah, I may have to. Get on there talking about Cloris Leachman, you know. She may she may <laughs> TikTok you back. It's my lady. She's still she's still alive, right? Pretty sure. Does it, does it make it weirder or different if she isn't? I mean, the comedy part of my brain wants to make a very inappropriate <laughs> joke. <laughs> but then the editorial part of my brain is like, it that one will get you canceled. 
<laughs> nope, we're doing it. Uh, no, <laughs> so I was gonna say. I mean, technically, if she's dead, I probably got a better shot. <laughs> I, Cloris, if you're listening, I don't know why you would be, but if you're listening, <laughs> I want nothing but the best for you. I wish you nothing but health and happiness. <laughs> and holla at me. Um, <laughs> holla, holla. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hope she listens. I really do. I do too. We've yeah. had a spike in listenership, so so that's you were that's, me about that's that, good. Yeah. That's good. Um, we've 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 doubled our views. Um, and it's something I meant to say at the beginning of the episode is because I mean, we're we're about an hour and a half in now, so it should be about eleven thirty Eastern Eastern time if you're listening to this on HellfireRadio.com, and. Uh, I got to give a big shout out to uh, Phoenix, who's running the uh, times over there, who's putting all the shows where they're oh, drinking. Nice. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Phoenix, love what you're doing though. She's been taking care of me and making sure the show is uh, airing when it's supposed to. So I just wanted to. I I, I told her I'd give her a shout out. And uh, hell yeah, Phoenix. Sure. I'm. I apologize for you having to listen to my idiot thoughts. <laughs> like uh, she can, she can handle it. Then uh, she enjoys it. She enjoys like, the show. I just so. feel bad because, like, in a way, you're responsible for what I'm saying, Phoenix. <laughs> you're making him say this. It's all I your feel fault. like I feel like now I need like one of those little disclaimers, like the views of the comedian do not represent the views of Hellfire <laughs> Radio or Phoenix. Uh, I don't think they'll mind. It's I, all right. I hope not. Um, <sighs> yeah, man. Uh, just Gainesville as a whole it's just really cool right now like where i'm at on the in this comedy thing is uh it's awesome man like like it's cool because like i said i it was something i always wanted to do and just you know and it took me so much longer to get into it and then once i did like and i realized like oh i could you know this is a thing i could do you know and then i just did put i feel like you're making up for lost time though too yeah man i I feel like anybody that knows comedy and you know I, I don't know a lot about it. I know a lot about performing, you know. I would say that you've been doing this much longer than you have just because you seem very comfortable, you seem very confident, and some of that also might be from starting later. You, you're sort of, you know where, you know who you are already, you know, as a person, so. Yeah, well, and so that's, I go back and forth on that sometimes because, like, there are some people, like, even some very famous upper echelon comedians that, that, um, will say and they believe they're like they you're not funny until after 30 yeah because you don't have the life experiences to pull from you don't have you know some of those kinds of things you don't have the the maturity level to think like other adults sometimes yeah. you know um, and so there's that camp and then there's the other camp and like obviously the people that broke through all of that you yeah. know like the Dave Chappelle like it started when he was like 15 or whatever, yeah and, you know the other people like that that just it didn't matter they were just such a roller coaster because they were so just naturally just funny but then also like intelligent and passionate and you know and and just worked like animals and you know and got to that point just regardless of it there are some people that just transcend all of that kind of stuff you know what i mean and just sometimes just those naturally gifted like the lebron jameses that could go straight from the high school to the nba and you know so there's some of that so it just depends on kind of what camp you fall into Mm -hmm. um i don't think i'm that naturally gifted at, at all I, I kind of when i when i first started this i was kind of shit at it uh but uh i figured it out quickly 
I, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I, and, and, and and I don't have it all figured out. I'm still kind oh, of an idiot shit. when it comes to comedy, but just, we'll never have it all figured out. Uh, yeah, um, I don't think there's a comedian out there that'll tell you they've got it all figured out. <laughs> yeah, no, but when when I say maybe fig- Seinfeld from oh. sitting atop his billions, yeah, <laughs> he's um, yeah, he's figured some shit out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld, uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, Kevin Hart, all the guys that are just you know that can wake up and literally like screw like Scrooge McDuck or not yes. Scrooge McDuck, who is the Scrooge McDuck? Yeah, he had the yeah, vault. yeah, exactly. Yeah, just swimming some money. If you got Disney, uh, Disney, what's that thing called? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah, Ducktales is on Disney Plus. I'm a big fan. I was a big fan back in the day. That and uh, Tailspin. Yes, that's on there. I saw that. I actually added it to my queue on Disney Plus the other day, and I was like shocked because I didn't realize it only ever had one season. Did it? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Yeah, one season of Tailspin. But there's like thirty episodes to it or something. Isn't yeah, there? but I I don't know who dropped the ball there, but <gasps> I can say from my childhood that was one of like the legit like top five shows of a generation. Yes, and you guys fucking ruined it. Darkwing Duck is another Darkwing one. Duck That's was on my jam. And uh, Gargoyles, Fuck also yeah. on there. Yeah, yes. I, I went through this the other day on Disney Plus, and I was like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm hunting for nostalgia. <laughs> just let's go. Just get high and watch fucking cartoons all day. I think I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to do when you leave here. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, I'm probably going to go back to the comedy show, actually. Yeah. Like you, like you said, uh, you know, with people having like a certain opinion of me and uh, you know i try to be a a part of everything going on yeah. as much as i can because i want to not just for myself but i want to be there to support the other comedians and, yeah you know I, it's a it's a concept you know yeah. uh that you know i, I want to be there to support them and i want to see everybody succeed and i want to see everybody doing well and get and you know and also I find ev- like my all the other comedians in town are really funny. Like they're fun yeah. people to be around. They're fun, you know, fun to talk to. They're they have great material and stuff. And they're on the same journey I am. So it's cool yep. seeing somebody like take the next step. You know what I mean? I call oh, it. Yeah. I I don't. I since I've started, I could just call it leveling le- leveling up. Like right. you can tell when somebody levels up. Yeah. And there's I, I, there are yeah, a lot of levels, agree. but you can tell. Like you can see like oh they just hit they hit another gear. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. And so that's cool to see another. Like I said, I'm fascinated by all of like that. Who's who's the best up and comer mm. that we haven't heard of around Gainesville right now? In your opinion. So that's a weird one for me to answer because um, I feel like there are a lot of comedians in Gainesville that are like I don't I think there there are other comedians in Gainesville that are better than me. Yeah. You know I don't think I'm that I don't think I'm there. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I think like some of the best in Gainesville, like as far as just comedians in general, I think. Um, Emma Porter, yeah. who you're gonna have on tomorrow. Tomorrow, you know? um, I think she's probably one of the funniest people in Gainesville. She's I, fucking. I, I she's watched wicked her smart. once at, at a World of Beer show, and mm-hmm. I I knew right away. I was like, I I turned to Katie and said, I got to get her on the show. Yep, she was mm-hmm. just her delivery, just on point. So I'm excited yeah. to sit down and talk with her. Uh, yeah, I think she's one of the best in town you yeah. know she's she's up there um i think uh i think zach zachary widener yeah um one of the one of the upper comedians in Gainesville, um cam atkinson yeah um, yeah he was funny i saw him the other night yeah too. he now he he's still working on some of like the performing and stage stuff and, yeah. and stuff like that but as far as like writing and material and stuff like that he's up there you know um he's to me he's 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 probably he's one of the people I, I write with a lot. That's a good guy to have, though. Just, mm-hmm. you know, those the, the writers. I mean, 
I think a lot of a lot of guys can get up there and and deliver stand up, but but to have somebody working with you who's who's a truly great fucking writer, I mean that that that's make or break kind of stuff yeah. right there. Um, you know, and then the 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 upper, you know, there is uh, Harry Snover. Yeah, I think Harry Harry's uh, he's gone on the road uh, with another comedian, like it's his feature and stuff like that. He's uh, right. He's uh he's in, he's getting he's um like starting to work for like the comedy zone and stuff like that yeah. like uh he's fantastic we 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 do some stuff together like we're going to do a show together this Saturday in Jacksonville cool at a uh, Veterans United Brewing nice so we're doing a show there this Saturday um uh so yeah I think he's probably the upper you know um and then some of the up and coming people who are they're just really good yeah. already. And like it, it's they're so good already that it makes me angry sometimes. <laughs> like they'll say they'll t- I'll hear like them tell a new bit and I'll be like, I'll be like this son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker. Like, um, but no, they're they're just really funny. Is um Paige Nelson, yeah, uh, very funny. Um, she she's probably one of my favorite up yeah. and comers. And then uh, the other up and is Cole Madden, also very funny. Yeah, um, those are probably my two favorite like up and coming people right yeah. now. Yeah, um, and then also uh, I don't know why I didn't say him already. I feel like an asshole, but Spencer. <laughs> Spencer <laughs> he won't is, mind. Yeah, no, Spencer is is <laughs> up, like he's so like I said, Bob tries to run like the keg of laughs, like a comedy school. Yeah, you know, and his whole thing is he wants to get comedians built up and good enough to where they can go on the road and start being features and yeah. start working as a feature. You know, yeah. so he's trying to build everybody up to get that first like half hour act. Yep. You know. Um, and there, he, we've got so many people like in Gainesville that can do a half hour. It's ridiculous. We've got really? Emma Porter, Zachary Widener, Spencer Acre, Cam Atkinson, Harry Porter, uh, Harry Snover, me, um, we, uh, Spence, like there, uh, and there's more and more coming. Like right before he moved uh, to Rob Cook was a comedian that was in Keg of Laughs and stuff like that. And yeah. he closed and did a half hour before he moved to Kansas City. Yeah. So now he's doing co- comedy in Kansas City. Um. Um, Ali Markwich just did a, a a show at the High Dive, you know, close with half hour. Surfer Jesus right. is doing one at uh, High Dive. Surfer Jesus, I follow him on Facebook. Love Surfer Jesus. Yeah. So how can I, as somebody who's not in the comedy scene or know anything about it, what can I follow to know what's coming up in town? That's a good fucking point. Because so. I'm I'm on like I would love to do this. I know a lot of girlfriends that would love to go. And just have like get a night out, appetizers, drinks, and listen to some funny shit. Oh yeah! But yep. I have to admit, I'm all over Facebook and I don't see it. Keg of laughs. Keg of laughs. Keg of laughs on Facebook, and then the other okay. good one to follow is uh, Gainesville comedy shows. Yeah, because Gainesville comedy okay. shows is like it. They they do they put like post the information for a lot of the other shows in town yeah. too. Awesome. You know? uh, yeah, I think that's what you. I think that's kind of what she's talking about, uh, like a centralized location mm-hmm. for yeah, for everything. like how how do that we know sense. because well and everyone's that's why schedules different, it's just Gainesville so comedy shows on Facebook. Yep. Well, and that's why I say both because Gainesville comedy shows t- picks up a lot of that stuff. Right. And then Keg of Laughs is basically like a. Uh, comedy club with no central location because right. we have two weekly shows we have monthly rotating shows and stuff like that is this like, all on facebook yep all on yep. facebook okay yeah bob so. smith bob bob smith i i love him to death but he's very old he doesn't know how to use the other social medias <laughs> <laughs> no that's fine i mean i'm on facebook like most are yeah we're old too <laughs> so it's keg, it's keg of keg of laughs, keg of laughs. yep keg 
Keg of Laughs. Keg of Laughs on Facebook.com. And Gainesville Comedy Shows. Yep. Yes. On Facebook as okay. well. And then you could also follow me because I share most of that stuff. Yeah. You know, so AJ Wilkerson Comedy, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and YouTube. And then I'm also on, on the Twitters uh, at uh, Bourbon Naps. <laughs> I'm going to be hitting up. But now tell, tell, them, tell, them, tell them your Instagram name Bourbon Naps. On Instagram? Naps. Oh, no, 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 no. On Instagram, it's AJ Wilkerson Comedy. It used to be something different. Uh-huh. It uh-huh. used to be AutisticAF.comedy. <laughs> but the dot threw people off, so I had to take it out. And AutisticAF Comedy, I could I guess I should have stuck with that, but I was like, I was trying to brand everything together. No, so that's, like, that's the way to do it. Name. Yeah. yeah. That's actually why we why we ended up naming the way we did with with the with the website and all that stuff make sure everything fit you know yep. so yeah i mean you're building a brand yeah i'm a i'm a weird ass brand bro <laughs> but you're but you're doing it man <laughs> and and it's awesome and it's been really cool to you know like you were talking about seeing people level up mm-hmm. like i'm doing the same thing i'm sitting on the outskirts here but i've seen you clearly level up several times just since I've seen you last time, and it's really awesome. Yeah, so. well, and that's the part. I guess that's the part I'm still uncomfortable about because I want I tr- I want to like I don't want to like over inflate my ego and stuff like that. And but I don't, and I also I don't see it from the outside. There's perspective, there's something about know? having a microphone in your hand that just automatically inflates your ego. Trust me, also true. I know. Well, it's because it's, it's bigger it than my penis, so <laughs> <laughs> I feel powerful. You know. <laughs> I well, was like, like, yeah. I don't know about that, but you know, me, when when gorge. I get when I hold a microphone, <laughs> it's like I fi- it's like I get to experience like the full upper like just male privilege, yeah, like the part yeah, I don't, you know, like yeah. the just lay it on the table. There's <laughs> a baby arm holding an apple. Is yeah. that the terminology? Yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. Mike no. in the face. Yeah. Instead, but in, but but instead of like, look at my huge dick. It's like, look, I'm a huge dick. You know. <laughs> well, I'm 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 thrilled with what you've been doing, and I, I honestly can't wait to see what you guys are, what you have specifically, and what what the Gainesville comedy scene has in store moving forward. Because uh, absolutely, I think man. very good things are happening, and. Uh, you know, with guys like you and Bob and, you know, all these great comedians, I, I think that the the end result of, of, you know, where you guys are trying to get is is, is easily attainable. You know, oh, yeah. You really do. It's going to so, grow. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, if, you, gonna be if you're awesome. a business owner in Gainesville listening to this and you have, like, a venue that serves food and drinks and stuff like that, like, and you bring make back some live money. entertainment, yeah. people want it. Yeah, people are hungry yeah. for it, man. You guys do any of the breweries like just First Magnitude or Swamphead? Do they do anything like not comedy on, nights? Not regularly. Um, Cypress and Grove does some some comedy shows. I think they maybe do like a monthly one. God, I think um, I, I just have a feeling like something like that would be incredible at, at a at a brew house. You know, so we may have announcements soon. Well, I don't want to I don't I can't give anything away until it's all the way there, well, but wonderful. like I said we're looking for a new Thursday location Sweet. for for our show cause yeah. we just need to be closer into town. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Tioga, it's hard, you know, it's hard out out in Tioga cuz yeah. it's kind of isolated. Yeah. If you call me and up and you uh, say, "Hey man, I'm going to be over at town of Tioga at 8 o'clock I'm going to be like, What's Maybe so next time when you're closer, you know. What's so I'm with you. What's so sad is there is a good population out in that area that sure. would come, but not necessarily on a Thursday night. Yeah, like yeah. They right. don't yeah. have 
those times. So I've been out there on like a Friday or Saturday night when when Justin was yeah. spinning out there, and uh, hopping. You know, it was it was packed, but yeah, Thursday well, nights are always tough. Well, and that's why at Thirty Fourth Street we moved from Wednesday to Fridays because we got we got to the point where we were packing out Wednesday nights. That's yeah. awesome. But it takes a lot more effort, you yeah. know, because people are like, I got to get up in the yeah. morning and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And like, oh, yeah. the show ends at 930. That means I, I, I won't get home until like 10, right. quarter after. See, but that's crazy and, to me because yeah. like the first time I went to a World of Beer show, um, I I was talking to Biddle because he was, he was coming on the show the next night. Um, and I wanted to get a chance to see him right before I was going to sit down and interview with him. Uh, and yeah, I mean, eight o'clock, I was like, fuck eight. Like, Oh, I, I was kind of expecting maybe a nine o'clock. Like I had no idea at first. Um, but when I realized, oh, they start at eight, they go to nine, nine thirty. That's, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. We uh, 90 minute show. That's yes. what it is. You know, it's like an awesome little, like go out for an appetizer and yeah. a drink and get some laughs and just fucking relax. Get good and drunk. Go home. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a 90-minute show. Like, yeah. what are you really going to miss? Like, yeah. watching Sharknado again? Yeah. Come out and watch a live yeah. comedy show. Like, see yeah. what real funny looks it's, like. It's a That's hell of awesome. a lot of fun. I'd recommend it to anybody. We so. have way more facial expressions than Tara Reid, okay? <laughs> she has four. <laughs> Does she? She still have four? Three and a quarter? Maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's, she's, she's getting up there. I mean, she's got a wake? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? She's got... Sleeping, <laughs> she's got horny, and she's got angry. That's it. Those are the. <laughs> Tara Reed, Tara if you're listening. Cr- Tara Reed's cry face. Call Chorus Leachman and tell her we want her on the show. If if Tara Reed has to cry in a movie, they tell her to make horny face, and then they just <laughs> mist her with water. <laughs> CGI, man. <laughs> CGI. CGI, CGI tears. tears in there. <laughs> they just CGI a fucking um, whole different face. So, so real fun story, real quick, because you mentioned Daniel Biddle, and uh, I fucking love. Biddle. He's one I of my favorite yeah. people. He's just yeah. like one of the sweetest human beings yeah. to exist. Uh, like, I'll burn down a psych ward for Daniel Biddle. But I will say, it's very awkward sitting across from somebody when they tell you that they could just drop dead at any moment without any warning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah. well, Mark that fans. certainly changes the, you know, nature of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it really seems like everything's much more important that, that you're saying at this, at this this at this time. So, it was a little nerve-wracking, but, you know. True. He's um, funny and, he's and good-hearted. Funny. So, fun story earlier, because uh, we all got sidetracked. Uh, but when we were talking about I, when I tried LSD for the first time. Oh, yeah. So, I left my office. How the fuck we didn't talk about that? I don't know. So, I took it and then waited like 15 minutes and then I started feeling warmer. And I'd like Google, like I had everything pulled up like as far as like what I what to expect and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm starting to feel warm. I think it's about to start working, you know. So I changed into like comfy pants. I tried to like prepare myself as much as possible, right? right. So I put on like sweatpants and like some comfy shoes and stuff. And I was like, I got, got my office keys and my cell phone and stuff and like made sure they were like attached to me so I couldn't, you know, misplace them. <laughs> yeah. And then I walked a couple blocks to the midnight because that's where we normally do open mic. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't oh a comedy night. God. But I was like, I'm going to walk there. I know there are going to be people there. And I just had a feel. I was like, I don't want to be by myself. Right. You know, I want to be around people. So I walked to the midnight. I got there right as it's starting to like really kick in, you know, and uh, I took I ran into Biddle and he I was like, hey, buddy. Bo-. And he was just like, 
are you a little fucked up? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I just took acid, you know, for the first time. And he's like, oh, buddy. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, buddy. And then he just, he just he hugged me. He's like, everything's going to be okay, man. And then, and then uh, another comedian that works at the midnight, he, he works the door at the midnight, and it, his name's A.J. Hinches. So another A.J. So Biddle went and told A.J. Hinches. He's like, hey, man, he's tripping balls right now like we we can't let anything bad happen to him basically <laughs> and so they were having at the at the midnight that night they were having a uh like a super smash brothers tournament yeah so it was a bunch of people playing super smash brothers biddle's like hey man i'm gonna sign you up for this because and literally i was like I, I what are we talking about what's going on here and i had no idea what's oh happening my God. but he walks me over and they're playing like super smash brothers on like four different tvs and like the bar and so I just start watching, and it's just like pretty, like bright colors moving fast. And I was like, "This is awesome," you know. <laughs> so, but then I had to play Super Smash Brothers, and I had no idea what I was doing. You were just pushing buttons. Yeah, I was literally just pushing buttons and I played, giggling. I played some of my best Mortal Kombat, totally fucked up. So I'm with you. Oh no, I lost horribly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This wasn't like a triumphant story of like I won this Smash Brothers <laughs> tournament on LSD. <laughs> No, I was eliminated almost immediately. Uh, See, but, you don't, play, cool. you don't play better on LSD. I had the time of my life. Fuck though. yeah, you would. Like I was, I was literally giggling like the a maniac. Colors the colors are so time. vibrant. Yeah, and that like the controls <laughs> felt incredible, and my hands was like, this is like the weirdest workout. Like it was like solving like a complex Rubik's, like an extra complex Rubik's. Cube. I love I like, it. This is incredible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that was a good time, and then um. Once I, I was eliminated from the Smash Brothers tournament, like I said, didn't take long. Um, then I went to the other part of the room. Oops. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't went know why to, I did that. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> uh, went to like the bar area. And uh, at the bar, they like have a like a TV there and they'll play like different movies or they'll like stream Disney Plus and, and you know, I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> they'll play stuff on the TV. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear anything. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Disney's got lawyers. <laughs> Can't be can't be narking like that. I hear that. I hear they're pretty brutal too. Mama ain't raised no oh. snitch. Uh, <laughs> no, so but sometimes they will. There will be things playing on the television in the bar. Right. And there was a documentary playing at the bar, and uh, I can't tell you the name of the documentary now, but <laughs> it's about an autistic person okay. that climbs uh, mountains with no safety net, like or no rope. Okay. You know? He's a, a free climber. Okay. And that's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yes. Very crazy. But I didn't. So he's, they don't ever actually say he's autistic. They talk about like his dad. And when he's talking about his dad who had passed away, he's like, my dad had what people had, what people would now call, um, Asperger's, mm -hmm. which is part of the autism spectrum right. disorder right. stuff now. Um, so he's talking about that, but then like watching him interact with other people in the documentary, I was like, oh yeah, he's oh, definitely yeah, autistic. He's on the spectrum. Yeah. Like yeah. he's like I was watching and I was like, he's more autistic than I am. Like, you're doing all of this while tripping balls. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh my god, I didn't yep. realize you were still Oh you gotta keep up, LS Katie. Yeah. I didn't realize you were still on the train. <laughs> oh like, I yeah. Did. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm I'm just fascinated. But you you haven't peaked yet though. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. Grow up, blow up. So I sat at the bar. I had like a uh, uh, an orange soda because I didn't want to drink alcohol and like mix that with the, you know, 
So I had it like this, that's like handcrafted orange soda, which is incredible. I've had them while not on LSD, but on LSD, so much better. The oranges and cream. Yeah, the Virgil's <sighs> handcrafted Holy orange shit. soda. I didn't, you're talking my language. That shit is incredible. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm with you. Yeah, like I'd 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 fight a monkey for one. <laughs> I'd fight one of them. By the way, those monkeys have like a spe- like a type of herpes. That is deadly to humans. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but that's the truth. I don't. I don't. There are these. There are uh, these herpy monkeys I'm somewhere in Florida. It's not a good idea that we fight monkeys on the show, though. I would fight a herpes monkey for uh, one of those on Virgil's sh- orange orange sodas. <laughs> like, you're on your own there, man. I'm sorry. I wouldn't even have to be thirsty. They'd just been like, "Do you want one?" Be like, "I just finished a drink, but yeah." Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let me kill this Keystone Light real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. Yeah, man. Um, but no, so I had one of those on LSD. And so it was just so much more. Yeah. You know? And uh, I had a, uh, that bar, the Midnight Bar serves a, uh, it's like their version of a Cuban and they call it the the Spanish Inquisition. Nice. It's it was it's delicious. It was even more delicious because I was on LSD. But so I was eating that and stuff like that, watching the documentary, uh, which was so foul. Like I was literally in the documentary. You yeah. know what I mean? Like nothing else existed. Um, finished watching that, and then I was like, okay, I'm feeling okay. There was like a lull. I thought I was down, but I wasn't down. But I thought I was down, so I you know said goodbye to everybody, went back to my office, and then I peaked. Oh shit. <laughs> Nice. How was that? Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. So on the f- like the the big boxes like that the iMac desktops come in. Yeah. I have that box in my office because I just moved into it, and so I I kept the box to like to move that computer sure. and stuff. So it's sitting on the floor in my office, and the front of that box is basically just a picture of a giant iMac with this huge colorful like image like coming out of the screen. Yeah. Like the colors are popping out over the the lip of the the screen and stuff on the on the box. Mm-hmm. That was all moving. Nice. It was like this huge, like colorful, just like the spin wheel of colors and things like that. So I literally just sat on it cross-legged with my voice recorder on <clears throat> because I was seeing images in the colors. So I was basically giving myself like this weird fucking Rorschach test, like this weird ink and maybe, test. And maybe and, hoping some bits might come out of it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but Always uh, fucking working. Yeah, no, well, nothing ideas. coherent came out of it. I tried to listen back to the recordings, and there's just nothing. It's just me mumbling stuff. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's still it's trapped like, in it's your just, mind. It's just me like, what? <laughs> it's a lady. It's a lady. And then it's back to like, what the fuck? And then you try to listen back to it sober, and you're like, what the fuck was I seeing? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but it wasn't, it was interesting because well, my entire fascination with like psychedelics is I, I keep seeing all this research about yeah. how it's good for, for people with autism spectrum disorder and good for anxiety and depression and things like that. So I'm interested in like the yeah. medical aspect Absolutely. of it. Mm-hmm. And for like the next, like probably 10, 12 days after that, like I have that, that little bit of downtime the next morning where I didn't feel so good physically, that right. kind of like hangovery feeling. Yeah. But mentally I was... Really? I wrote like a whole new 15 minutes like the two days after that. Do you oh, know shit. what's so crazy <clears throat> about that, though, mm-hmm. is so chemically, 
and don't quote me on this, but when you take something like that, so it blocks certain receptors. Right. So they don't actually send out, like, or they don't receive. And so that chemical blocked all those receptors. Those receptors when with autistic or spectrum, whatever, is heightened. Right. So now you've dumbed those. So now the body's going oh, I don't need to produce those. So the next couple of days, you're on this down, like, just level-headed. Yes. What's so insane is that they have not regulated that certain high that you got, that uncontrollableness. Why they can't regulate that to dose it out over a spectrum of time. Why well, so they because take acid? Because right well, there... That is what should happen. They should be focusing on... And that's... On well, that's where it's going with, like, microdosing. Yeah. That's but where that's it's going with microdosing. And that's what, like, my next thing I think I'm going to try is I'm going to try microdosing over, like, basically a small amount over, like, three but days. But yeah. chemically... And then do that, like, once a month. The biggest thing is hey, just record remember... The whole time? Just remember... <laughs> you should. You're going to be chemically... Um, doing something naturally that your body wants to do. So you are giving yourself something to make your body not get those well, or but that's receive the, those Well, that's the interesting thing with autism is my body's already doing it too much. So having so that limit from receptors, yes, having that limit right. my, like receptors in my brain basically slows the traffic down. Because my brain at almost all points of time is like, you ever have like your in, like your internet browser on your laptop and you have like 98 tabs open? Yep. Okay. And then All you go porn. to and then you go to open another tab and like it freezes <laughs> for a couple seconds. Yeah. So it's like that or or like you open it back up and you're just like you open it up like on a new browser. Yep. or whatever and then like all of a sudden like you're like where's that music coming from and then you got to sort through all the tabs <laughs> to figure out what's going on and stuff like yeah. that. So that's how my brain is all the time. And so yeah. sometimes there's that like just congestion just a whole in my lot brain. of shit going on yeah so i have to find ways to turn shit off yeah. so that i can focus you would be a perfect dr phil candidate because she he loves would dr send phil you to the you buy my new book it's called life code no that's way past that but listen it, it, here man they're all about electric signals because that's all that it is it's chemical See, your brain has been short-circuiting <laughs> <laughs> What I'm going to need you to do is... <laughs> you need to buy my book. It's called Life Code. I bought, yeah, I, but. I just yeah, wrote but. this new book. It's called Autism <laughs> Electrician uh, Basics for Dummies. Uh, no, uh, I love Dr. Phil. So do I. Um, um, I, I, I it's like a closet <clears throat> addiction. You, know? <laughs> you don't want to tell lie. anybody. When you You're call like, it a closet addiction, that makes it sound like you watch like softcore Dr. Phil porn. Who says I don't? Hey, whatever <laughs> you're into, that's man. That's whatever <laughs> makes you happy. That's, that's not out there. Hey, there's an there's a rule on the internet. I believe it's rule 34. But mm -hmm. if there if you can think of something sexually, there's probably a porn category for it. So oh, there I'm probably is like yeah. softcore Dr. Phil lookalikes. Let's look it up right now. What the fuck? Don't oh, put that on your search engine. Dr. Phil porn. Let's Soft, go. Do you know what's crazy is Soft I don't have porn, any of that shit. Dr. Phil. Don't do it. 
porn. You're going to be. We're going down the porn. rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, so did you mean softcore Dr. Phil porn? Apparently, you're not supposed to put a space <laughs> between softcore soft and yeah, softcore is one word. I should have known. I should have known. You just learned something. I cannot believe you're fucking clicking on Watch this. Dr. Phil porn star teacher. No. Dr. Phil guest? Yeah. Oh, uh, this because, is. Yeah. Is Dr. Phil gay? Doctor Phil Oral said, "I, uh, you know what? We've we've gone awful. too far. If Doctor, if the awful. fake Doctor Phil's pubes aren't shaved <laughs> into a mustache, I'm gonna be really disappointed." <laughs> That's it's a badass mustache. I ain't gonna lie. You know? He's like, "This is uh, my second best mustache. <laughs> you should see the other one." <sighs> so what when I mean? when I write the quotes for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be really interesting uh, as far as what we have to. You're going to have to listen back. This week in Porchville, we talked about Dr. Phil's other mustache. Like, I feel like if Dr. You, like, you know how they have like those beard and mustache competitions like around yeah. the, the U.S.? Like, I yeah. a, a friend of mine, um, he goes and does those and stuff for his beard. But like, <coughs> if Dr. Phil entered one of those naked, he could win like first and third place. Do you think it'd be, would it, would it look just like his mustache on his face or do you think it'd be more of like a handlebar stash or something? I think it's way more luxurious. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about like, I like bet, his I bet bush? he uses, I bet he uses yeah. like one of those, yeah. I bet he uses You're like one of those hot combs on it. Yeah, totally. Talk- Straighter, straighteners. Uh-huh. Yeah. What Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been another episode <laughs> of the Porchville Podcast. Uh, Dr. P- Dr. Phil, don't come for me. PorchvillePod.com, AJ Wilkerson. Find him all over. All right. We'll uh, hey. make sure to link to it. Yes, thank you so much for having me again, Porchvillains. I fucking love you. Oh, we love having you, brother. Thank you very much. And uh, definitely we'll, we'll update people on the tour and all that good stuff coming up, uh, where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, Keg of Laughs. Gainesville Comedy Facebook. Shows on Facebook. Gainesville Comedy Shows, AJ Wilkerson Comedy, everywhere else. Get after it, boys and girls. Much love to you. PortugalPodcast.com. PortugalPod.com. Subscribe to it. Love you. Bye.